1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
2: T's and C's apply in South Wales. Authorisation number TP slash 01005.
0: For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton
3: Hills on SENQ 693, Queensland made. Well, it's not Patton Heels. I wish you a very good morning on another beautiful day in Brisbane as the PGA is about to start. In fact, it's 6.04 and it means our feature group has just teed off and we'll be staying in contact with Jimmy Tucker, who's our man on the spot. Because out on Royal Queensland already is Cameron Smith. Adam Scott and the hottest man in world golf at the moment, yep. Ryan Fox. I've got in the studio with me as Heels continues his New Zealand sojourn, the lion skipper back from holds, Dane Zorko. Morning, Zorks. You're going to say the hottest man in the world. Well, I, I'm a bit burnt. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've, you've come back with a, a big Fiji tan. <laughs> but you tell me you've been working flat
4: out as well. Haven't stopped. Haven't stopped. I've kept the program up yeah. and running. So, uh, Fags,
3: if you're listening.
4: <laughs> yeah. I'd be listening for sure. <laughs> Favourite show. Uh, yep. Kept it up and running, so we're good to go. We're still tracking along really nicely and had a nice little uh, delo week in Fiji with the family. It was really good to to get over there and, and just shut it all down for a little bit and... Um, now we're starting to get into the real stuff.
3: This is unlike you to miss the uh, the pro the pro am for a big golf tournament. You're oh. normally a regular on the circuit.
4: Oh, I tell you what, absolutely. I'm <laughs> a little bit disappointed that i not wasn't out there yesterday. Hughie McCluggage went out there yesterday. Okay. Had a little bit of a round. How would he uh, go? Yeah, he, he went. <laughs> <laughs> he went. He didn't go that well. He um he played with Harrison
3: Endicott. Oh, he's rising star he's a great amateur had a wonderful amateur career has just taken a a little time to feel his way like they all do in the pro ranks you know when you're living on the road you're living out of out of suitcases in hotels all the time but he'll he'll have a good career
4: yeah Huey went so well that uh his uh Harrison's coach actually got him out on the range (laughs) after (laughs) after the round had finished he said mate come hit some balls with us I'll, I'll see if I can help you a little bit so yeah Huey had a rough day out on course but um for more reports, the course is in magnificent, uh, um, magnificent Nick, and uh, what a what a weekend to have at the PGA. Yeah,
3: they're all saying that. Uh, I I was out there for quite a while yesterday. Picked up a decent case of sunburn as I wandered around and did all the star spotting. So they had Adam Scott out with Matt Cook, mm-hmm. and uh, then I I bumped into a guy who you know had the the sunglasses and the cap on. I wasn't taking a lot of attention. He said, "Oh g'day, Paddy, Patty. You're interviewing me tomorrow night, as in tonight." And, uh, hello, mate, how are you? He said, Jamie Dwyer. So, Cooker oh. Brothers Ledge, <laughs> he was there. Uh, he's he's not long joined Royal Queensland. He said he was hoping for a spot in the PGA, but he decided to go out and support Nat. So he was watching. Uh, uh, we induct him into the hall of fame tonight oh, uh, wow. at the Queensland Sports Star of the Year so. so yeah, he's one of the greats. So he was there, um, and then of course you've probably seen all over the news services. It was Cameron Smith v Cameron, Cameron Smith. Smith.
5: Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> I I'm claiming a little bit of responsibility here. I helped put them together in 2017 when yeah. footballer Cam Smith was in camp with the Maroons down the coast, and uh, Cameron Golfer was home. Only young, he had a little midweek break came home and uh, I linked them up at Hope Island and they got on the range and exchanged a few stories. And I I said to Cameron Smith footballer yesterday, um, you know, did you glean much from that lesson you got five years ago? And Cameron (laughs) Smith golfer intervened and said, no, he didn't. (laughs) Funnily (laughs) enough, I
4: played golf with both
3: of them. (laughs) Oh, really? Uh,
4: Yep. I uh, was just telling you off air earlier, Um, Cameron Smith, the golfer, Mm. we had a little bit of a, I think it was actually with channel seven or one of the news outlets did a little piece to camera and, Uh, Myself, Luke Hodge, and and Cam Smith went out with uh, Daniel Rich. First hole, Cam Smith, the golfer, lines up, 128-metre par three. Um, He duffs it in front of all the cameras everywhere. Hit it about four metres, and I was like, what's (laughs) happening here? Anyway, he's pulled out his sandwich and put it about half a meter away from the hole the next shot. So. Easy par. And, and Cam Smith, the footballer, he can hit it a long way. When he gets onto it. Yeah, he gives
3: it a rip.
4: He, oh, yeah, absolutely. He rocks up in his, um, his Air Jordans, his golf, Air Jordan golf shoes, and uh, off he goes, trudges along. Got his trucker cap on. Um, absolutely loves the game as well. And um, now he's down the coast. He plays a hell of a lot more.
3: Yep. They had a ball yesterday. But as I said, uh, the now the big money starts. And mm. this is the biggest tournament we've had in this country in three years. Yep. There's been a huge buzz about it. Nice crowds out there yesterday just to sail around, look at the course. Course is in wonderful condition. Uh, and as I said, Cam Smith, uh, Adam Scott, Ryan Fox, literally just hang off. They're on the backside first, I think, so yeah. they're teeing off
4: 10. Off 10,
3: yeah. Yeah, and, and then they'll have the afternoon group tomorrow and they'll tee off one uh, for the telecast. So we'll keep in contact with Jimmy Tucker there. World Cup, um, yeah. been another upset, Japan over Germany this morning. Is that You raised your eyebrows. Not a massive upset, that one, uh, 2-1 to Japan? No,
4: it is an upset. It is an upset. Uh, I don't think Germany's been as powerful as what they have been over the last few mm-hmm. years. Uh, Japan, you know their soccer ranks is certainly rising. I, I think, you know they're probably not going to win too many more, but it wouldn't surprise me if they did because mm. they they love the game over there and um, they're certainly a developing country and and obviously a big seven 0 win to Spain this morning over Costa Rica yeah.
3: and the protests continue. The Germans uh, today in in the pre uh, covered their mouths uh, in protest yeah. that FIFA has banned the the rainbow armbands for the skippers. We knew the. Uh, the European skippers had planned to wear these rainbow armbands. But, mm. So the, the, the controversy just continues to swirl around this World Cup. But I tell you what, we have found for later on in the show, yep. well, you'll have a chance to chat to him as well, the most ardent Socceroos fan ever because yep. he literally is flying in and flying out for every match. Unbelievable. That's dedication, isn't it?
5: Uh, like, oh God.
4: You'd love to, uh, yeah, you wouldn't mind doing that, but um, yeah, we'll talk chat to him a little bit later on and see what he has to offer for us. But um, yeah, certainly a lot of effort to go to the games, and when you lose 4 1,
3: mm. cheaper to stay in, in quite a grand house in Dubai with his mates, yes, than stay in one of the tents or the shipping containers that there's <laughs> an offer at yeah. a decent price in uh, Doha, is that right? Wow, yeah. way. unbelievable. Uh, other games, uh, Morocco and Croatia, uh, of course, the runners up in 18, uh, yep. nil all. And as you mentioned, Spain over Costa Rica, that was a statement win 7 yep. 0 this morning. Yeah.
5: Mm. Uh,
4: going all right, Spain. I, yep. mean, I think they're in uh, Brazil. France, obviously, dominant against Australia, but wouldn't surprise me if it was out of those three, come to the business end.
3: Yeah. So, Arnie spoke yesterday about the loss, and, uh, you know, it was 4 1. We, we we kept you right across that. We called it live here on SEN, and we were on air straight after that. It was very disappointing after that brilliant start. But uh, Graeme Arnold, uh, chin up, still.
6: Yeah, look, I think uh, at the end of the day, um, the quality, the quality of the French team, um, they are the, you know, the, the previous world champions for a reason. And uh, <clears throat> you know, I thought that we started the game very well. Uh, physically, uh, they were just so much bigger and, and faster and stronger than us uh, today. Um, but uh, look, overall. The boys did everything they could, and that's all I can ask.
3: Confidence. He—he's the one now that, mm. and you know, you work with coaches all your life. He's the one that's got to try and lift this group, hasn't he? Yeah, so you've got to keep them f- away from the headlines for a start.
4: Yeah, not worry about that. As you said, you know, the first half hour of the game they actually were pretty competitive and really solid. So. There's plenty of confidence to take away from that, but he's got to instill that belief in it that, you know, France are the world champions and they need to uh, they need to bounce back. And, you know, they've got Tunisia over the weekend and, and need to get the job done there. Mm. Got to move on quickly. Got to.
3: Mm. Hey, you were probably in the air coming home yesterday, but we've had this extraordinary statement or interview from Justin Langer, mm. uh, who's not letting go his exit from the team. What, what, what's your thoughts? I had Darren Lehman in the studio yesterday and, he was a little raised eyebrows I think that that, that this just continues yeah uh, cricket Australia's hit back and saying some of the allegations that he's made that he was you know virtually friendless with the board they only had three meetings in four years etc and, and he labeled the whispering campaign behind his back as those people you know instigating the leaks as cowards, cowards it yeah. was a, it was a pretty strong it was a pretty strong interview uh, for code sports but let, let's have a listen to yeah. Justin Langer where the, the word cowards was
7: used a source says mm-hmm. I would say change that word for coward a coward says not a source because what do you mean a source says they've either got an axe to grind with someone and they won't come and say it to your face or they're just leaking stuff for their own agenda I hate that that's just so but then so painy we had this conversation and he goes mate I'm to sleep." I said mate just be 100% honest with me and I'm sitting there going, you're joking. Awesome. No worries. And some of the stuff he said is like one out of ten, one out of a hundred. It was the easiest shit to change. I'm going, no, thanks, mate. This is, and it was like a gift. Payne was honest with me. I thought, oh, pain. I felt like jumping through the FaceTime and giving him a hug. <laughs> Thank you so much. Then I rang Finchie. I said, mate, we've been captain." and coach for four years he goes yeah I know you go I don't like confrontation what do you mean confrontation mate just tell me so he'd tell me I go oh yeah cool and he's going what you're not upset no no what do you mean upset this is so fixable this is easy mate and Pat come and said to me probably five times oh mate this might be brutally honest Pat there is nothing brutal about your feedback. What's brutal is I'm hearing it behind my back through the media or through sources. The hardest thing for me of all of it was I got the feedback. I did something about it. We won the T20 World Cup. We won the Ashes. We are number one in the world. I've never enjoyed coaching more. I still got sacked. What I've learned about Mutiny on Deck is that it's usually one or two voices and they're the loudest voices and people listen to loud voices And when I finished with the Australian cricket, I I would have got messages that make you cry from 90% of the players. In four years of being the head coach of Australia, I presented to the Australian cricket board three times. That's craziness. That's craziness. And that's the only thing I'd do different, mate, is I'd... Because when you know people haven't got your back, there is no lonelier place in the world.
3: (laughs) Yeah. You're, yeah, you're hearing that for the first time, yep. obviously. You, are, you, yep. know, you were, you know, understandably. You are on a plane coming back from Fiji with a, a family yesterday. I, I listened to it again last night in depth like that. Mm. It, it's it's extraordinary. You know there's, there's nothing, as far as a team player is concerned, the sanctity of the dressing room is everything. Uh, the way the media is and social media is, there's not a whole heap of secrets in any team sport these days. But... Mm. Um, and, and you can understand why he felt betrayed, but I don't know, is there, is there much to be achieved by regurgitating it? Probably not. I did
5: like,
4: I did like the fact that, um, and Fags mentions this a lot and I know Fags has actually had a lot to do, uh, with Justin Langer in the past and um, they're actually quite good mates, but Fags always says to me, give me the feedback. I want the feedback. You need to give me the feedback. He goes. I don't want unrest anywhere in yeah. the group, anywhere in the change rooms. If there's feedback, give it to me. Feedback yeah. is a gift. I'll use it as a gift. I'll change. I'll learn. I'll do things differently. Yeah. And that seems to be the, what I'm seeing there is there was there was a breakdown of that communication between the play, playing group and Justin Langer. And when he got that feedback, he fixed it. I mean, he just said, "We won the Ashes. We won the T Twenty World Cup.
3: We're one number one in the world." He yeah, was making and, and changes. I still got the sack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's
4: right. So. Um, Feedback is a, is a gift and, and people should, um, you know, as said, Pat Cummins, when he said, oh, look, this, this might hurt you a little bit, it won't hurt him. It's, it's only to make yeah. everyone better and to make the team better and everyone around better. So um, that was actually really hard to listen to.
3: Yeah, I've got to say I love him. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and from a media point of view, you used to get it. The, the, the heart poured out when he did a press conference and from a, a journo, you love to get that. You love to get yeah. a bit of honesty, not just the old cliches, game at a time and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But again... You know, it's done. We've got a new coach. Yeah. Is there much to be achieved from this? Yeah, probably not. Love no. to know what you think. Brighton Home's open line, 131355. Or that text line is 0467 736, 736. Uh, Vanessa has walked into the studio. Uh, as I remind you that Sophie Conway will join us on the show today, our favourite lioness. Um, and, uh, oh, Zorks. Zorks, Zorks, <laughs> Zorks. Not only did uh, the former coach speak yesterday, but you've dodged a bullet. yeah. Well, there was a little bit of controversy early in the week. Mm. Tickets to the women's grand final were mm. almost impossible to get. And I said, Vanessa, don't worry. We've got the Lion Skipper on board for a couple of days this week. He'll organise <laughs> right. a couple of tickets. <laughs> oh, no worries. There's an update, Vanessa, isn't yep,
8: there? There's an update. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> Tell me it's got a good conclusion.
8: It does. Hopefully it does. Right. Yes. Uh, well, we'll hear,
3: we'll hear from that in just a okay. minute. It's 6.17.
0: Your Claim Lawyers. Maximising compensation claims for injured people. Traffic and weather. Together. SENQ. 693am.
8: At Tarnamira this morning, there's an accident on the Pacific Highway at Manju Street. Expect delays through there. There's been a multi-car accident at Boondall, affecting Rogan Road at Sandgate Road. Has been cleared, but delays continue. There's also debris on the road on Kingsford Smith Drive at Hamilton. Lanes reduced through there. And traffic building on the Bruce Highway at North Lakes, Queen Street at Goodna, and the Logan Motorway at Parkinson. Today's forecast, partly cloudy. We're heading for a top of 30 degrees in Brisbane. Sunny and 31 tomorrow. Right now it's 20 degrees.
3: So you haven't relied on Zorks. You've you've leaned well, on your friends.
8: You threw Zorks under the bus. <laughs> you're, the one, <laughs> you're the Happy one who said, you know what, Zorks will sort you out. But, um, yes, missed out on that first round of tickets. Thankfully, I've had a contact come through with the goods. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, heading to the game with the family on Sunday. So, phew, dodged a bullet there. I was getting nervous.
4: Well, there was. A lot of confusion around, I don't know, especially at the club. Mm. You know how tickets are all going to be done, gating systems, and all that. Like it's, it's yeah. a brand new facility, brand new stadium. How yeah. are we going to get all these people through the gates? Plus,
8: and the way the AFL organises ticketing for finals, finals and yes. so the club doesn't mm. always have mm. control over what's going on.
3: Well, we're going to sort all that out tomorrow. But you're calling the game for us, aren't you? Calling for the game again. for us, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Look at you go. <laughs> oh well, I'm pleased you're happy, yes. and I know all our listeners will be too. Uh, Brighton Home's (laughs) open line. We'd love to hear from you this morning. 13-13-55, text line 0467-736-736. Got a great show coming up. We're going to keep you uh, up to date with all that's going on out at Royal Queensland because uh, the the guns are off. Our our biggest draw cards have already teed off and they're about 20 minutes into their first round at the Australian PGA. It is coming up to 6.20 here, breakfast with Pat and Zorks. (laughs) For Imar Insurance, get an online
0: quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton
3: Hills on SENQ 693, Queensland made. Pars at the first for Cam Smith and Adam Scott, was is actually the tenth hole, 10th hole uh, on the course, but that's their first of the tournament. Yep. Ryan Fox, stuttering start. He's taken buggy. Just having a look at his, you just said he's number 27 in the world. He's had two wins in four seconds. This season he's been on fire. Yeah, won the uh, one the the Alfred Dunhill Links and uh, uh, the Al Kamar ca- uh, Classic as well. Plus he's you know seconds in in high profile events like Irish Open, Dutch Open.
4: Yep. And if you follow him, plus one's not too bad for Ryan Fox. He does start <laughs> slow,
3: exactly. And I right.
4: tell you what, you flick over at the end of the day, be six or seven under. So mm. um, certainly don't be worried about that bogey to start.
3: Big win last night for the Heat women. Yep. So they're they're in just sudden death all the way through yep. now. They've got to win again tonight. They've got the strikers tonight. And uh, they've just got to keep going, win tonight and then go through to the Sixers in the grand final. But they uh, they trounced uh, the Hurricanes last night seven for hundred and seventy nine. Danny White fifty two. Uh, she was brilliant at the start and then Laura Harris came in with a little cameo forty four or fourteen. Just go. Laura. She's been unreal. Yeah. Um, they made a good start. The Hurricanes. But uh, Lizelle Lee was forty seven or forty four. But uh, JJ took control. Jess Johnson. Yep. Four for twenty three. Charlie not good. Double twenty three. Not out and one for eighteen. Nine for one hundred and thirty-five. So big winners last night. The Heat—they've just got to maintain the rage. And yeah? you can, and you can do
4: that in T twenty. You know, yep. you can keep that momentum rolling, and that's all they got to do. And they'll know that.
3: Yep. The other bit of news from overnight: uh, Paul Gallant's two decade long, and and I think you know, I'm not a massive rap on these sporting fights, mm. but uh, look, uh, he's been a wonderful sportsman over a long period of time, over two decades. That's- so he's. His long sporting career is done. He clearly outpointed Justin Hodges last night in their fight in Sydney. Yep. Uh, he did say Hodge broke his uh, heart several times on the field in Origin, <laughs> uh, so he got one back on him. But uh, he finishes up with a record of sixteen two and one. Uh, Michael Zarafa fought on the same bout on the same bill. He he was unanimous points win over Daniel Creati, but didn't really get a whole heap of raps from the commentators, including Jeff Fennick. Uh, mm. You know he's he's trying to plan this fight against. Uh, uh, Triple G, Gennady Golovkin, uh, boy, I reckon yep. he, he needs to probably... You know, I didn't see it, but uh, from what I read, he needs to step it up if he's going to get in the ring with that guy.
4: Yeah, definitely. Mm. Definitely.
3: All right, we're getting on. It's uh, coming up to 6.27. There's a lot resting on this. Um, we've got Percy on the line. Morning, Zorks. I hope you're helping Vanessa get that spot at the final. Well, it looks like she's just... Uh, yeah, there could be ugly scenes in this year. I've never said... Oh, she's very determined. She, oh, yeah. She's been working the phones, but... Uh, and then I, I look, I I have got to admit I did throw you straight under the bar. Oh. I said, just wait, wait until Thursday morning. The skipper's coming in. he'll sort you out with tickets, i am said. And don't worry, I would have helped out as well. But she's gone to a different well and
4: she sourced it out.
3: <laughs> it! Stump heels on S E N Q. So this is this is what is at stake this yep. morning. If you get this one right. Mm-hmm. Heels wins the year. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's that's what's at stake. So, Ooh. Look, I don't know whether this is high on his agenda over in New Zealand <laughs> <laughs> this morning. I think the uh, the travelling party has hit Queenstown now. What's a, They're a couple of hours ahead, so we're mm. you know close to six thirty. What eight thirty in the morning? There'll yeah, be a sumptuous. Uh, or 9.30, is it? There's three hours at the moment, so. He'll be just finishing off, you know, with the eggs, Benedict oh. overlooking some <laughs> lake somewhere, you know. A crisp piece of bacon or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Um, now, so the question is, and mm-hmm. it's in your wheelhouse. Okay. Mark's been very generous the last well, couple that of helps. weeks, to tell you the truth. Who took the most marks for the Brisbane Lions this season? Oh. Who, who took the most marks for the Brisbane Lions this season? I'll tell you right now. Hmm?
4: I would have led really early in mm-hmm. game, I reckon I had 17 in okay. one game. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, when you're playing the back line, you sort of rack them up a little yeah. bit. So I feel as though it could be a defender.
3: Um, <laughs> See, you're talking yourself up. I've just said it was 16.
4: <laughs> well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: was a long time ago. Yeah,
4: 30 weeks ago, that one. Phew. Um which, you know, 16's a lot, and I feel like I just pop up in spots where, but I did miss a lot of games. No. Um, then you look at someone like Joe Danaher, who takes a lot of marks. Um,
3: well, I, I, hmm. I can give you a hint. Okay. You, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> for the year, but I'd like to give, you know. Yeah, just give us one. we got getting back from holidays. You've already mentioned one of the contenders for this, for this answer on the show this morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, while you're doing that, yeah. uh, Muz, boys, Justin and Justin Langer, that's enough. Don't tarnish your image. Exit with class. Perhaps the players should have spoken up uh, when there were rumblings. Not touching eulogy like text when you're gone. So, Muz, yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit your side of the, the fence on this one, Muz. Uh, and, and I love him. I mean, I've been doing stories with him since the Ashes way back when yep. in England. I remember... Running into him at Lords one day, and he was out there practicing by himself, just trying to get his way back into the team. And I always found him such an honest player slash yep. coach, you know, um, to talk to. But yeah, I'm just not quite sure the wisdom of that interview that yeah. he's he's just done. Anyway, uh, as I said, thanks for your feedback on that one. And if you'd, you'd like to join us, obviously the Brighton Homes open line is open 131355, or the text line is 0467. 736-736. I'm going to give you the news to think about Thank this one. You. Vanessa's about to come up. It's okay. just gone after 6.30 here, Breakfast with Patton Hills. the other side of the news. We will have a chat to Jimmy Tucker mm. and find out what's happening out at Royal Queensland. There'll be a buzz. There'll be a crowd there too, even though it was a 6 a.m. tea time. I'll be there. there there'll be a few cra- There'll be a decent crowd out there watching this uh, three-ball play, and we will be back in just a moment. <laughs> For Imar Insurance, get an
0: online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. I'm R- Patton Heels on SENQ 693. Queensland made. Well, Heels
3: is relying on you to get, you over the, get him over the line. Yeah, and Question, I will. What? who took the most marks for the Brisbane Lions this season? If you give me a correct answer, yep. Ian Healy is the winner of Stump Heels for 2022.
4: Do I want him to win this week or should I take it to another week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you gave it away a little bit when you said we've mentioned him on the show already
3: this morning. But I didn't mention that he was the winner. Yeah, yeah. no. I just said you've mentioned the name, a, a name in contention. Yep, and I'm
4: still going to go with this answer. Human Cluggage.
3: Oh, so... Zorko. Oh! What, no, wait, wait, wait. Zorko, 127. Oh! I told you that. 16 or 17, Mark. <laughs> McLuggage, 127. Oh! Harris. Oh, no. Andrews.
4: No, don't do it to me.
3: 154. What? Yep. <laughs> he must have got him early then. So
4: have you thrown that one or. No, I'm <laughs> I was certain. Oh, no way. I thought it had to be Hugh. He's played pretty much every single game. He sits in those 45s. He gets lots of marks. Yeah. He's an accumulator. Oh. But Harris, yep. He's a big year. defender. Yep. Well, they're always, you know, yeah. kicking it in and out to each other in that back 50. hogging on the ball.
3: Hey, let's get straight to Royal Queensland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been out there the last couple of days. There's just a genuine buzz about the place. No doubt in the, in the world that this is the biggest tournament we've held in Australia in three years. Yep. And we've got one hell of a field. I think uh, Gav was saying, tell, telling me yesterday, Gavin Kirkman, the CR, the PGA, that he said we've got 15 of our top players back from overseas. Amazing. Plus this wonderful feeling. We've got Jimmy Tucker is out there. Jimmy, thanks for giving us your time as usual. Very generous. Tell me there's a good buzz out there, mate, and it's only just gone
9: 6.35. Oh, mate, incredible. Uh, there were more than 500 people lining that 10th uh, the par 4 where yeah. wow. Adam Scott, Cam Smith and Ryan Fox were teeing off at very bright and early, breakfast tea time at 6am. And yeah, the electricity was palpable. It was really great fun. They all... Uh, uh, struggled to deal on the opening hole. Uh, no one hit the green in two, uh, but elite Cam Smith, of course, uh, a bump and run and a, a putt from just over a meter to save par on the first hole.
3: Hey Jimmy, you've been part of this build-up, not just this week when the players have arrived, but writing stories about it and just keeping us all informed about it. And you're you're like me, you just you just love your golf. And isn't it great to see big tournament golf back in Australia? Oh, it's
9: incredible. And the thing that just hasn't been said this week is where are the internationals? The whole show is being carried by our very best Australian players. And and that's fantastic. Like people want to see Adam Scott. People are just fascinated by Cam Smith. And it's a really interesting mix in the crowd. Uh, A lot of women, uh, quite a lot of young people. So Cam Smith's uh, magnetism uh, extends uh, to all ages, (laughs) both uh, just People who play their their club sport, but uh, people who uh, imagine growing a mullet that long as well.
3: <laughs> well, that's right. That's out of the realms of possibility for me. Well and truly. And and mate, he's handled all the extraneous material so well. We know the Lord Mayor was out there the other day to present him with the keys of the city. Then he was at City Hall the other night for the presentation of the Greg Norman Medal. Um, I know he's heavily involved in the in the the Sports Star of the Year tonight that Victoria. Mm. Carthew and I are comparing. I can't give too much away, but the, he's in a field that includes Ash Barty and Steph Gilmore. But he's going to be he's going to be one of the favourites to win that again tonight. So he's handled all the extras around, mate, hasn't he? Well, that's
9: the the thing. Um, he stopped at every point to do selfies, uh, sign for little kids who wanted an autograph. Uh, even in the pro am yesterday, um, uh, a great fellow from Vessel Golf. They did worldwide just 200 special edition uh, Open Championship golf bags. So he's seen Cam on the 16th with the golf bag. Cam stopped in the Pro-Am and got out the uh, the texter and, and signed it for him. Uh, things like that. He, he just handles them in his stride, but he realises that's his, his next level position in the game now. And I think for the first time in Australia in three years, you really see the escalation of where Cam Smith has come from. Mm. He is now a world superstar.
4: Jim, they're talking a lot about Adam Scott and getting his game back on track. What's he got to do this week to sort of get himself going again? What's what's it going to take out of his bag this week um, to see him moving up those leaderboards and up that uh, official world golf rankings again?
9: Uh, That's a good question. Um, Scotty had a really good press conference uh, before the tournament where he said that, uh, his window to achieve what he wants to in the game is narrowing. Um, and he does want to leave the game without having the best possible crack. So he's going to be based more in America uh, next year. Uh, he actually lives in Switzerland, so he's going to be based more in the US. Um, he's going to have a... He, he said openly, I'm good enough to win all four of the majors, and that is still my goal. Um, and I've got to have a, a real crack at doing that. So I think uh, just... Um maybe narrowing his focus of what he's got to do. so he, he probably doesn't want to spend most of the year in the US, but that's where he's going to go because he said i've got if I'm going to do well at majors, it's just a matter of having a good week, so I've got to make sure it is a majors week, so I've just got to be more consistent, play more in the states.
3: Yeah, and it's a very familiar pairing out there because he's got Steve Williams on his bag this mm. week. Uh, we'll have for the next two weeks. Uh, so yeah, that's a, that's ominous. And the other ominous sign, yesterday, uh, Gav Kirkman played, uh, as I said, this, the PGA boss here, a former pro himself, and he said, Paddy, Scotty is putting beautifully. So that's a big key around this golf course, Jimmy. Getting it up and down is going to be imperative.
9: Well, he's already shown that. On On the first, he flared his drive into the light rough, uh off the tee, uh, came up short of the green and 15 metres uh, from the pin and still off the green he used his putter and lagged it up to a couple of feet and, and sank the putt for a par so that was uh, impressive and on the second hole the par three 11th uh, he was probably 15 meters away ran a beautiful putt uh, just by by a couple of inches and tapped in for par so uh, already we're seeing that putter being uh, very much a positive for him this week at royal queensland
4: Jim, did you, did you stay behind and watch Cameron Davis tee-off? He seems to have doubled the first, or the tenth, I think it would be. Um, do you know what happened there?
9: Uh, no, I'm unsure. I'm, um, I'm just with that uh, throng of 500 at the moment. <laughs> <following> <laughs> the, you know, the Smith-Scott group, so... No room for the step later to have a look back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, if, if, if you are agreeable, we'd love to get back to you a little later on in the morning as they get deeper into this round. They're only just starting. Uh, just before we go, mate, uh, you'd love this. You're probably already up with the news. Uh, yet another wallaby coming home. And this one, one of one of our finest wallabies in Michael Hooper. So Tupo, Valentini, uh, Pasami Parecki, Callaway, Nick White, all coming home. And now Michael Hooper coming home with concussion signs.
9: Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, literally, Dave Rennie picked 36 players in this squad, and he's only got 25 fit guys for the last test of the Tour. It has been a, a demolition derby this year, but uh, Zorks would probably have an appeal on this. If you have three guys go down with Achilles tendon injuries in one season, uh, it's not just uh, by accident. There's been some, uh, perhaps, part of the training uh, regimen that's been a little yeah. bit off. So yeah. th- that's got to be the slight inquiry.
3: Yeah, all right. Jimmy, really appreciate your time. And if it's okay, we'll give you a yell back later on just to uh, as these guys get deeper into their first round of the Australian PGA at Royal Queensland. Absolutely. Thank you, mate. Much appreciated. It's 6.41. For IMR
0: Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imr.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ 693. Queensland
3: made. Giddy up up Gareth is on again, but uh, we'll, we've got our exclusive access to him early on a uh, Thursday morning, Zorks. Good morning, Gareth. Hey, Paddy.
10: G'day, Zork. Great to be with you. Um, yeah, it's been uh, another big weekend racing, another big weekend coming up.
3: Now, are you still in Perth or are you uh, back in the east?
10: <laughs> I couldn't get up that early to do the show, Paddy, so I, um, <laughs> I headed back to Melbourne. Uh, but it was a great weekend, Railway Stakes Day, always a great day. It was a famous story this year. Colin Webster, at the age of 82, had never trained a Group 1. He's been in the game for more than five decades, and combined with his great mate, Troy Turner, who was his apprentice 30-odd years ago, Jeez. and they won their third Group 1 together with Tricks of the Trade. And the owners who are in the horse have been loyal supporters of Colin, and they were in their 90s, and they tasted taken success at the highest level for the first time, which I think makes racing so special, um, and it was a terrific story.
3: Hey, now we've got that is a great yarn, and not only that, I back tricks of the trade, so uh, that makes it an even better story. <laughs> <laughs> now I know you're a you're a Lions fan, we've got the Lions skipper with us today, Dane Zorko, in the studio.
10: Hey, Dane, how you going, mate? um I know he's a big racing fan too, Teddy, which is great, and he's got a teammate, Darcy Gardner, who who loves his racing. I've got a couple of horses with him. Um, and they're terrific supporters um, of the, the racing game. So um, yeah, we're big fans
4: of the Lions. Yes, thank you, Gareth. Good good morning to you too. Yeah, Dizzy's good. He always runs second though. That's what he keeps telling me.
10: Yeah, he's a terrible, terrible tipster. Um, <laughs> uh, we've got a couple of horses to go. All right, so it's a lot of fun. And um, they tell me you dominated the pre. I had some spies. They tell me you work like winks in CG in pre season. So look <laughs> out next year. <laughs>
4: Yeah, body's ticking over, mate. Yeah, keep that one under your, under your hat.
3: <laughs> hey, now in Perth this week, we've got the winner bottom and we've got the thriller from Chinchilla starting.
10: Yeah, can't wait to see what Rothfire can do. I think he's the horse to beat. The great Damien Oliver takes the ride. I had a chat to Robin Heathcote on getting up yesterday. And he's blown away with the way that this old boy has travelled over to Perth. Uh, we all know the story that he's lucky to race, he had that terrible injury couple of years back in the Golden Rose and he's he's defied logic in a way. The vets told Robbie in connections that he'll probably never race again and he's been able to go on and win a nice race at Mooney Valley this season in the McEwen. He was second in the group one at Mooney Valley as well. I think he's got the draw to be in the first couple uh, with Oliver riding around after, i, I the, he, he deserves to be favorite and I think he's definitely the horse to beat Paddy and Dorf.
3: Yeah, he's got. There's a good Godolphin representation. There's Elite Street yep. as well. Hey, uh, and I know Robbie's bullish. I spoke to him during the week as well. Hey, let's come east. What have we got? Uh, what have we got? Eastern states. It's they've
10: changed the carnival around a little bit in Victoria, Patty. They've got the Zipping Classic Day on Saturday. It used to be at Sandown straight after the Flemington Carnival. Uh, but Caulfield now hosts this meeting. This is the last thing at Caulfield before they start renovations. And we missed a, a whole autumn racing at Caulfield. So Sandown becomes Melbourne's no, number one track in back at Caulfield in spring. But you have got a race um, that's a classic. And you've got a horse by the name of Sound who's looking for back to back victories for the in-form Mike Moroni. He's just on fire at the moment. But the most intriguing horse for the weekend, horse by the name of Loud That was trained by in the UK, it failed in the Melbourne Cup. Um, but now with Anthony Sam Friedman, Mark Sarah ride. Right? So it's the horse to beat according to the market at $3.60. So that's probably the highlight across um, in uh, around Sydney and Melbourne this weekend. Sydney's got an OK meeting at Rose Hill. And looking forward to the second Saturday of the the Queensland Carnival um, on the Gold Coast. It's a couple of nice races. The recognition stakes is a beauty and um, I think Hollyfield can win again. He was superb first up there the other day. Um, and he looks tough to beat in that feature on the Gold Coast on Saturday.
3: You better give us your best for the weekend. The best
10: for the weekend, it's a tough one. Um, I, I, I led towards a race at Caulfield on Saturday. Um, and I think... As my just phone just freezes, would you believe? <laughs> it was in the Sandown Guineas. Here we go. It'll come up now, Patty. Zorks, live radio. It's a, it's a beautiful thing sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in the Sandown Guineas, we're keen on one here. The fortune teller. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Allen. I think it's a good horse. Drop back in class a little bit. I think it'll be winning boys on the weekend.
4: Quickly, Gary, before we go, the Melbourne Cup and the dogs. at Sandown Park to... Close the night of uh proceedings.
10: Yeah, love it, talks You love the dogs. Hey, box number one, Jason Thompson, um, which is of course Benny Thompson's old man. He stars in the riding ranks at Queensland mm-hmm. He jump and leave, jump feeding from the the red box, and he'll be winning the Melbourne Cup. Do you know what? If you win the Melbourne Cup, you get seven hundred thousand dollars, Patty. Oh, Unbelievable
3: p- man. That's awesome, money, isn't
10: it? Yeah. There's two million dollar races to the winner in Greyhound racing now, Unreal. which is quite extreme. Yep So we need to get a dog
3: I'll <laughs> find one for it. Alright okay We're in Count me And Alright mate We best go Queensland's your place To race this year Gareth Hall Thank but you very much Good
10: on you
3: boys There, yeah, uh, you, Queensland is racing The action continues This week right across The Sunshine State Visit RacingQueensland.com.au oh, no.
0: For IMAR Insurance. Get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au, Patton Hills on SENQ
3: 693, Queensland made. Keeping you up to date with what's happening out at Royal Queensland with uh, the the marquee group of the tournament, Scott Smith and Fox, off at 6 a.m. So we're just saying uh, they would have had to have been up at 4, 4.15. Uh, breakfast or whatever they do, uh, because they like to spend the best part of an hour around the range and the putting green before they pull the trigger. Yeah. So it's... And th- this basically is... Well, it's not basically. It's to cater for television for daylight saving. Mm. So they need the afternoon groups finishing off at a certain time this afternoon so they try and get most people home or certainly their marquee groups this afternoon off. So, yeah, it's, uh, they've got a cop at one day, and today yeah. was it, the 6 a.m. start.
4: They can be excused for a couple of rusty shots early, I reckon. Now, um,
3: what you've got you've got a more up-to-date leaderboard on your phone than me. I, I'm still working on yeah, yeah, the technology. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah.
4: Yep. Let me get that up for us. I had
3: Aaron Wilkin and Nick Flanagan yes. both at one under.
4: Yep, they oh. were there. Uh, the Rasmus brothers, uh, Hoygaard brothers, sorry, they no. were also at one under. Uh, actually just ticked over, and Rasmus is now at two under. Nick Flanagan at two under. Adam Scott, Aaron Wilkin, uh, Nikolai Hoygaard all at one under. Uh, I think. What um, about Cam? Yeah, he dropped a shot on the would have been the twelfth. Okay. So he's at plus one at the moment after four, um, and a host of them all start to tee off now, which is great.
3: Okay, well, listen. There's lots to talk about, and we've only really scratched the surface this morning. We're going to talk to Sophie Conway. You'll be uh, yes. fired up with questions there. They've had a, their first run on Springfield, mm. and they're going to train there again this afternoon. Open session, I believe, before the grand final. Yep, yeah, yeah, trying to get as many as they can out there this afternoon. Around about five five thirty. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, if you if you're in the area and want to go out and watch the uh, the Lions train before their big grand final. Uh, Please go out there and give them a little bit of support. They've been playing wonderful footy. Uh, But the music tells you that we're not all that far away from the 7 o'clock news. As I said, we're going to keep you right up to date with everything that's happening. And we've got special guests as well. But we'll be back after Vanessa has the news and the weather.
0: For IMR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imr.com.au. Patton Hills on
3: SENQ 693. Queensland made. See, still your website's faster than mine. Are you telling me that Scotty's made a birdie? Yeah, he's one under. Yeah, well, see, mine's not.
4: Unless he's (laughs) bogey. I've (laughs) got (laughs) Nick
3: Flanagan at two under. Yep, Rasmus. Rasmus at two under as well. Yeah, Hoygaard, yeah, the Hoygaard. No. No, yeah. no, no, no. Oh, my technology. <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got internet there? I don't know what I've got. <laughs> don't know what I've got. Keeping you up today, as I said, we'll have Jimmy Tucker join us again from the course. He was doing his best little whispering impersonations too, wasn't he? He's he very, was. very, very good. Yes, yeah. he and he was telling us that uh, a crowd of in excess of 500 out there uh, for their first tee shot, which happens to be at the 10th. So... Um, this is the normal pattern they, they, they tend to put their absolute top guns their marquee players early, late it's called mm. so they'll play early today and then they will be the 11 o'clock tea time tomorrow so at 11 o'clock today for those of you uh, who are still doing chores around the house at this hour um, and you do want to go out and watch some golf this afternoon plenty of tickets available as well um, you'll have the likes of uh, uh, from 11 o'clock this morning Minwoo Lee who's had another wonderful year you'll have Mark Leishman and you'll have Lucas Herbert and, and Jeff Ogilvy and Scott Hend. So a lot of our internationals are often that 11, 11, 10 tea time. Yep. But uh, the marquee group, there's no doubt about that, of Cameron Smith, Adam Scott, and Ryan Fox, the New Zealander, who's, who's been been to Australia a lot, very popular well, over here, big hitter, gives really, you know, is the epitome of the old grip it and rip it.
4: Even Cameron Davis, if you hold back one group as well, I yeah. mean, he's a he's been fantastic yeah, on the tour this year. Yeah, played President's Cup this year. Yeah,
3: exactly right. So I'll rely on you for the updated scores, okay?
4: Yeah, perfect. Right. Righto, over to me.
3: <laughs>
4: After 47 years oh, at the Seven yes. Network, here he is, <laughs> Pat has decided it is time for him to scale back and he will leave Seven later this month. He will be continuing his role here with me at SCN next year and beyond, I hope. I'll be here next year. That's yeah, good to yeah, hear.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'll be here next year. On no, our last
4: no, no. show for 2022, December 9th, Mm-hmm. And SEN six 693 will be hosting a breakfast on our rooftop. We will be joined mm-hmm. by some of the biggest names in Queensland sport. Potentially myself. Hey, okay. <laughs> you'll be there. You'll be there. <laughs> and you'll have the chance to join us as well. Each day on Pat Neil's for Breakfast, we will be giving away a double pass to join us at the Celebrating 47 Years of Sport with Pat Welsh Breakfast. You've got a breakfast named after you. Unbelievable.
5: <laughs>
4: Make sure you keep listening to senq 693 for your chance to be a part of Celebrating 47 Years of Sport with Pat Welsh. What about that, Paddy?
3: Yeah, it's great. I, I, you know, you get to reminisce a little bit now as it's getting towards the end. I actually finished with seven. I'll finish with seven officially late January. i have take a few weeks off here and there. Uh, but, yeah, it's been a it's been a wonderful career. I, oh, I, it wouldn't change a thing. I've, I, I've had a charmed life.
4: I get a little bit watery in the eyes right now, a little <laughs> bit of goosebumps. No,
3: because I've been listening to you on Channel
4: 7 News for... Well what am I thirty yeah. three? Well since I've been able to listen, that's probably only ten years ago. So <laughs> but you have been, no doubt, playing in the background of um certainly our TV um at home when I was growing up and certainly um since, you know, moving up here to Brisbane, it's it's the voice of Pat Welsh, the sporting voice of uh Queensland Sport, there's no doubt about it. And everyone knows you and everyone loves you, mate. So uh,
3: thanks, mate. I really appreciate amazing, it. Amazing. So, now what are they gonna do? They've got to call thirteen thirteen fifty five. Oh Huh? Hmm? You're yeah. getting instructions.
4: I'm getting instructions, but, yeah, call that number. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear a tribute to Pat Welsh, call in and... Yeah, um, you've got
3: to hear a tribute first, which, get, again, is a little embarrassing.
4: Well, I mean, I'm seeing, it, I'm seeing the scoreboard light up right now. The phone line's going absolutely bonkers. So, um, I mean, that was a tribute just there for me. So, you know, listeners, you, call mate. in. No well, worries.
3: I really appreciate it. So, now, where are we going, Cohen? You're running this show this morning. <laughs> Yeah, boys. I Just just on that, Pat, the other day, mm-hmm. you said, was it 1975 was your first year? April 75 I started, yeah.
11: What was your first role at Seven? What were you doing? Were you cleaning c- up? No, no, you...
3: no, I was a cub reporter. I always, I always started as a cub reporter, so I did about uh, probably two and a half years of chasing fire engines and police cars yeah. and doing flower shows and interviewing politicians <laughs> and, yeah, did a lot of stuff uh, back in the day, but... Um, we didn't have a specific sports segment in those days. Yep. And I think maybe Channel 9 went to a sports segment, so we had to follow. Yeah. And we employed Billy J. Smith, the late great, one of my great mates, um, as the reader. And then they needed someone to write his copy. And I was the only one in the newsroom of about six journos, I think, that had any idea of sports, so they said, you're it. <laughs> so that's there was sort of trust upon me.
0: Oh, how good's that? Mm. All right, boys, we're going to take a little breather.
3: Welcome back, Zorks. I think we may have found the Socceroos' most devoted fan on the line this morning. Absolutely. I mean,
4: <laughs> the hurdles he seems to be jumping through to get to watch the Socceroos is uh, phenomenal. We're joined by Matt Rosley.
3: <laughs> right, Matt, now, you're in Dubai, but you're in Qatar for the games. Explain, please.
2: Yeah, yeah. G'day, guys. It's, 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 it's all a bit weird when you think about it, but, yeah, basically, we've decided to... To get to the Socceroos, the best plan is to be staying in Dubai, just because in Doha it's all a bit weird, it's all a bit crazy with the accommodation and what they're offering and how much it costs and staying in shipping containers and you know tents. So in Dubai it's a lot cheaper, it's a lot nicer. We've got a lovely house here and we can fly in, it's a one hour flight, and then we can get out after the game and come back to Dubai and it's a bit more bit more calmer than what's going on over there.
4: What what is roughly the price differencing there? What's it costing to fly in and out um, compared to if you were actually staying there? Yeah, it's the,
2: the cost of flying in and flying out. It's it's basically each time we fly in and fly out, it's about when we booked it a few months ago, it's probably about 400 bucks return. Okay. Yeah, and, so, and then in the grand scheme of things, we're probably saving like half the price of like a 100- hundred bucks a night cheaper to stay in Dubai, and we're in like a lovely house rather than in in a tent in the in the desert in Doha. Basically,
3: (laughs) this is ingenious. It's it's one of the best plans I've ever heard. So, how did you hit upon this? I mean, you obviously went down the route of looking at accommodation options in the in the in Doha itself.
2: Yeah. So we we actually went to the the playoff against Peru. That's right. um, We all live in, in yeah. We all live in London, so we all flew over, and then once we qualified, we thought geez we're gonna have to find a way to get over there but then we heard all these stories about how bad uh the the accommodation is in doha so we just looked into it and basically they've they've put on all these flights from dubai so there's basically a flight leaving from dubai every half an hour at all hours of the day to basically (laughs) shuttle the fans in and out because there's just there's just all all the fans are basically staying in dubai and flying in flying out so yesterday for the for the for the France game on our flight. It was just Mexicans and Aussies and Argentinians and Polish people. And, you know, basically most of the fans staying in Dubai and shuttling in and shutting out for the games.
4: What's that vibe like on those planes? I mean, I saw a, a video earlier on in the week with uh, Sergio Aguero, uh, full of a plane of Brazilian fans Explain to us the atmosphere. Are they actually people partying through the aisles of the planes. I mean, it's probably the only chance they've got to drink alcohol while they're there. Cause you can't get it at the games. What, what's it like on the planes?
2: Yeah, so I've got to say the, the, we got to the airport a, a few hours early just in case and we got through very quickly and there was a couple bars in the airport that were great fun. You know, you, would, you <laughs> were standing there and there was Ecuadorians walking past who we were getting involved and Mexicans came over for a beer and, you know, it was just that's what the World Cup's sort of about and then on the plane was, was lots of fun. I can tell you it was a lot more fun going there than coming back. The, the 4 a.m. flight after losing 4-1 to France was not fun. Yeah. I think I think everyone was sleeping. But yeah, it's 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 a cool, different sort of experience.
3: Hey, well, we'll get to the game in a minute, and we've still got a couple left, so we we're not giving up hope. And I know you won't be giving up. But but what is what's Doha like itself? What is it? You know, we're hearing so much about these beer bands. We're hearing that the, you know the organisers are inflating the crowd figures at matches, etc.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's very different. It's very different to to what we, we went to Russia four years ago, which was a completely different sort of atmosphere. This this one's very manufactured obviously everything you know they've got you know put so much money into metro and and buses and airports and stadiums so it's all very manufactured but then yeah the, the, the pre-match you've we've heard all these stories about the alcohol bans and at the stadiums it's true you can't you can't get alcohol before you know in the precinct and in the stadiums but then there are actually a lot of bars in Tokyo itself and there's lots of hotel bars and they're putting on great little, you know, outside areas on rooftops, and you know. So, for example, before the France game, we went to we went to a hotel bar that was basically an Aussie bar, and there was a few hundred people all there, and it was it was great fun, and it was no different to if it was in any other country. Um, it's just the experience in the stadiums is a lot is a lot different.
3: All right. Well, listen, we better talk about this match. Four it, one, it, it, we were we were trounced after that early goal, but we're still there's still a way out of this, isn't there?
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you know, for that first half an hour, you know, we were dreaming big. We we were dreaming that, geez, geez, what, you know, the sky's the limit on what could happen here. And then we sort of got, you know, put back down to earth because how good France are. But no, at the end of the day, we're not going to get out of this group from the France game. So there's a lot on the line from the next two games. And the really positive thing is that the Denmark and Tunisia game that was on earlier in the day finished a draw. So, you know, they're within touching distance from us. So if you know if we were beat against if we beat Tunisia, then we're in a great spot. And that it all comes down to that game basically.
4: What's Graham Arnold gotta to do to restore belief back into that team, you reckon, mate? Oh, I mean, to be honest, I thought that
2: for the first half an hour they sort of held their own and a couple of mistakes, mm. they lost all confidence. So if they can stop, you know, having defensive errors and you know, it's very tough against France, you know, you're marking Mbappé and Dembele and these absolute superstars, yep. which they probably won't have in the next, next two games. You know, Tunisia won't have their Denmark, not as many big names. So, you know, you're probably not going to have those nerves and those confidence-shattering moments that you do against France. So it's just probably staying confident and having that belief that you can play like that against these other teams.
3: Tell me one thing. Are you having fun with you and with you your mate? Oh, absolutely.
2: I mean, it's we're at a World Cup, so... We've been we've been to a, we've been to a few now. We sort of if it, if the soccer is ever qualify, we're like you know you may as well go. And there's there's five thousand Aussies. What is what I heard over. So it it is fun. You know you're at a World Cup, and it was one of those moments where in the stadium, you know when the teams walk out and the anthems are on, you sort of have to pinch yourself that you're at a World Cup. So yeah, it is it is cool. It's not fun seeing your team lose four um, one, but there's two games left, and you know it's great to be here.
3: Hey, it's great fun talking to you. It's. You surely, and you and your mates are surely the most devoted Socceroos supporters and you deserve some success. So let's hope we get the win over Tunisia at the weekend.
2: That'd be unreal. That'd be unreal. And you know what? We're only here for the three group games, but it's always flexible. We could always stay on if we get out of the group, <laughs> so that'd be something else as well.
3: Well, we hope Love so. It. We hope you're there for the the, for the last 16. We really do. Hey, Matt, uh, thanks to you and, and, and your mates over there. You're one of the, the great innovators in sport, you guys.
2: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, cheers. And hopefully we can maybe chat after a great great result this weekend.
3: Yeah, we'll keep the phone open, mate. We'll give you a call. Thanks, Matt. Really appreciate it. Cheers, Matt. Cheers, guys. What a story, looks Awesome. Unbelievable. <laughs> Dedication. Dedication. <laughs> oh, oh, well and truly. Let's hope they're rewarded. All right, we'll be back.
4: For IMAR Insurance,
0: get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imr.com.au. Patton Hills, on SENQ 693, Queensland made. Your claim lawyers, maximising compensation claims for injured people. Traffic and weather, together. SENQ 693am.
8: At Sherwood this morning, we've got traffic lights flacked out on Sherwood Road at Oxley Road. There's been a broken-down car on Kelvin Grove Road at Kelvin Grove, as well as a couple of accidents still causing some ongoing delays, one on Rogan Road at Boondal and the Pacific Highway northbound at Tarnamira. Today's forecast, partly cloudy, a top of 30 degrees, sunny and 31 tomorrow. Right now, it's 22 degrees.
3: Well, it's that. thank you. how the uh, rest of the... Uh Group matches have been played today; all four done now. So the results overnight: Morocco and Croatia, Croatia of course runners up last Mm -hmm. time in 2018, nil all draw there. Germany upset by Japan. Yep. Um, Although you were telling us earlier in the show, Germany not quite the powerhouse they used to be. Massive start for Spain; Mm. they've put seven past Costa Rica, seven nil win there, and the game just finished. Belgium uh, defeating Canada one nil.
4: Yeah, and. Interestingly enough, uh, Romelu Lukaku didn't get a start for Belgium and didn't even come on. So uh, I'd be interested to see what the fallout is there with him because he's been a premier striker in in all his competitions and all the teams he's ever played for uh, for a number of years. So. Interesting to see what, they, what the reasoning was behind that benching.
3: We're going to uh, chat a bit of American um, American sport with you in just a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, not before we instigate yet another one of our giveaways. Yes. Uh, and this is one that, that you haven't been involved in because you've been away in Fiji. Oh. What would you gift your favourite sports fans so far? We've had a few so far. I've said Masters tickets. Yep. If I had the, the wherewithal and the, and the pull to get the good tickets, especially into the clubhouse but uh yeah the the trip to uh, Augusta we've had obviously Super Bowl yep um but this one's put on by our, our friends at PPQ and they've got a gift voucher to the value of $495 just text us uh, on that 0467 736 text line 736736 736, I should say um wh- what would you gift your favorite sports fan what what sort of comes to mind for you
4: well instantly i think AFL grand final and just the whole day experience so Getting up early, getting to the ground, seeing the atmosphere of people coming no. in, having sitting up, uh, potentially in one of the boxes at the MCG, getting a, a fantastic view of the ground and then enjoying the entertainment, the game itself, the after-match entertainment and just feeling the buzz and the vibe mm. of uh, what Melbourne is actually like during a grand final day. Um, it's pretty amazing. Uh, it's spectacular, actually. So, um, Yeah, I mean, you you mentioned Super Bowl and Masters. That was sort of of already gone. I thought I'd go with an
3: Australian flavour. Well, the North Melbourne lunch is the... Breakfast, I should say, is the famous one. The Prime Ministers and all the pollies and... They all go. ...heap of comedians, and they all show up to that one. Uh, Last chance. We're going to announce the winner of this one tomorrow, uh, Mark's telling us. So Mm -hmm. uh, what would you gift your favourite sports fan for your chance to win? Uh, It's a 495 Dollar PPQ gift voucher. So give us a text on 0467 736 736. Just tell us what you'd gift your favourite sports fan. Right, let's have a chat about American sports. And, of course, the big one I was reading about uh, all day yesterday and this morning, because the game has now happened, Ben Simmons went back to Philly.
4: Ben Simmons went back to Philly. He certainly did. And uh, let's hear what he had to say. Every opportunity to go, you know, especially
9: an experience like this uh, to play, in Philadelphia, you know, I haven't played here yet. So, um, obviously it's, it's one step, you know, in the right direction for me, um, as a player. And, uh, I think it was a good experience and,
3: yeah, <laughs> was it a good experience. They got beaten and he was booed every time he touched the ball. As we, as we discuss American sport for Brighton homes, discover today why it's better to build with our great friends at Brighton homes.
4: I, th- I think it was a successful return. Mm. I really do. I mean, he stood up in a team, you know, with the likes of Kyrie Irving, Joe Harris, Kevin Durant. Ben Simmons actually turned up yesterday. There's been a lot of pressure and a lot of scrutiny on him since uh, his return back onto the court. Um, he had 11, uh, 11 assists, 11 points, seven rebounds, and for Ben, that's that's a solid game. Yeah, you know, that's similar to the numbers that he was probably having at Philadelphia anyway. Maybe his points were a little bit higher, um, but they've got playmakers at Brooklyn. He's there to simply fill in a role, and I thought he did that really well yesterday. After copping booze and sprays and You know, even when he was on the bench, they were into him from behind him. So it was such a hostile environment. I actually thought he stood up and and played really well. And, um, you know, I I think that game will do him a lot of confidence. Going back there, playing in that environment, you know, we've got to remember this guy hasn't played NBA. He sat out a little bit of the, the year before with injury. Then he missed all of last year. He's coming back. It's going to take some time. Kyrie Irving mentioned it uh, in a press conference, you know, when Ben took the court the first time. He said, this guy hasn't played. Give him a chance. Like, yeah. get off his back. Um, anyone coming in and playing at the top level, these guys are seasoned professionals. Like, they are at the top of their game. It's going to take a little bit of time. But, um, you know, I thought it was a really solid return. Although they lost, uh, Brooklyn are actually starting to get on the men. They're 8-10 eight, eight and 10 now and uh, after, you know, sacking Steve Nash earlier on in the season. Um Things are certainly looking up for them and I think they'll be all right. They're starting to build. Um in other games yesterday, the LeBronless Lakers, they lost to the Suns 105, 115. Anthony Davis again, enormous game for the Lakers. He had twenty one rebounds, thirty-seven points. Pat Beverly, he's always close to uh, a little bit of fire. Pat Beverly got ejected for another push. Infamously, he pushed Chris Paul a couple of uh seasons ago in a in a playoff match and give him whiplash. So he's no uh, stranger to the push. Russell Westbrook tried to help out with 21 points, but Devin Booker and Mikhail Bridges, they both had uh, 25 points and were too strong for the Lakers. OKC, Josh Giddey again. The other day he had a really good game against New York. They went down, unfortunately, but he had nine rebounds, seven assists and 18 points. So he's ticking along nicely. Uh, We'll just quickly look at the conferences and how it's sort of going at about a quarter of the way through the season, Boston's on an absolute heater in the East. They're thirteen and four. Milwaukee's slowing a little bit, but they'll get Chris Middleton back very soon. They're twelve and four. Uh, we have got the Cavs who uh, signed Donovan Mitchell and a couple of others. Darius Garland there. Um, they're stepping up. They're eleven and six. Uh, and on the West, the Suns. You know, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton. They're eleven and six. The Jazz twelve and seven. The Kings are ten and six. And the Clippers. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, you know, they're playing a game here, game there, but they're ticking, ticking along nicely at 11 and seven, plenty of action today as well in the NBA. We've got the 76ers and the Hornets, the Cavs take on the blaze, uh, the nets. So Ben will be back again against the Raptors and the Bulls versus the Bucks. uh, NFL. Yeah. It's been erratic, hasn't it? To say the least. Absolutely erratic. I mean, Philly got the best record. They're sitting at nine and one, uh, Miami, they're sitting at about 7-3, and three, I think. Uh, we had the Minnesota Vikings that were on an absolute heater. I think they'd won their last seven coming into the weekend's game against Dallas, and they got absolutely pantsed, 40-3. to three, The biggest loss that the Vikings have ever had on an away trip – at a home trip, sorry, they were at home. They got absolutely thumped by the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott and um, Ezekiel Elliott, they were just absolutely phenomenal. Tony Pollard, another one of their running backs, he was really strong. Uh, the Bills defeated the Browns, the Chiefs defeated the Chargers, who I think the Chiefs will, if they're not already, will be the favourites to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bills were in conversation earlier on in the season, Josh Allen, you know, Stephon Diggs. They've been snowed in at the moment. Buffalo is an absolute snow blanket. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, their games have actually been moved to Detroit. They've got Detroit this week in Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's coming up this round. We've got three games tomorrow kicking off. Uh, We've got the Bills and Lions. Then we've got the Giants and Cowboys, which I think will be very intriguing. Um, And to finish off, we've got the Pats and the Vikings. But um, a lot to look forward to in American sport in the next seven days. And uh, it all starts tomorrow with Thanksgiving.
3: All right. That American sports wrap. Thanks to uh, Zorks and Brighton Homes. Discover today why it's better to build with Brighton Homes. Just before we get to Vanessa with the news, Uh, This is from Adam here in Brisbane. The sporting event I would gift to a favourite sports fan would have to be taking the family to an Ashes-Lords test match. Mm. As a family, we've had over 100 years' membership at the Gabba. Love the cricket and the Lions, obviously. But having already been to an AFL grand final in Melbourne, Ashes at Lords would be the ultimate. Thank you, Adam. And you are in the running for that fabulous $495 PPQ gift voucher. Uh, there's plenty of time to get in, although this is the last day, so uh, you've got, uh, what, about an hour and a half this morning. 0467 736 736 is the text line. Just gone 7.30. It's uh, 22 degrees here in Brizzy, and we've got the news coming up with Vanessa. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote
0: and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit IMAR.com.au, Patton Hills
3: on SENQ 693. Queensland made. Our marquee group is through six holes at Royal Queensland this morning. 6am kickoff for Cameron Smith, Adam Scott and Ryan Fox. Uh, Ryan Fox and Cameron Smith at one over through six. Uh, Scotty's one under through six and our leaders are at two under. Nick Flanagan, Rasmus Hoygaard who has just dropped a shot. He had three birdies back to back to back. But has just dropped one at his fifth hole. So he's mm. playing, he's like the others. Uh, of our feature groups are playing the back nine first today. So that's the latest from we've got what, four players? Have you that's is that yeah. count up tally with you? Nick Flanagan, Rasmus Hoygaard, Jared Felton and Corey Crawford all at two under par, but obviously very, very early days at the Australian PGA. At Royal Queensland, let's get a sports update here with Mark Braybrook. Thanks to Shool Unify. They are your national uniform experts for construction and health government, hospitality, corporate, retail, transport and logistics. Thank you. Morning,
11: everyone. Is that 100% Zorksworth? Paddy's sort of doing the pigeon mail at the moment. It's funny how technology moves on. He's on the website. You're on the app. Yeah. So
4: They're um, linking up. They Finally, are. I think he's so up, uploaded. catching his, up, is he? <laughs> he's uploaded the latest technology, Paddy, <laughs> so he's he's thereabouts. There you go.
11: There you go. Out at RQ, a beautiful day for day one of the Australian PGA. Something we haven't mentioned this morning, Pat, and Zorks, Craig Starf- Starsevich, named Coach of the Year in the AFLW. So yeah. a big week for the Lions continues. Will it mm. continue Onto the weekend, and as you mentioned, Zolk, so you are calling the game on Sunday afternoon, but you and I are doing a pregame show from 11 o'clock through to 1 o'clock. That'll be fun. Oh, what we, have you lined up for me? <laughs> anything? Who do you want? Well, mate, with your pool, we could get whoever you want.
4: Yeah, well, we'll see who's out there, but... Uh, no, you... no,
11: in all seriousness, uh, would the your teammates, would many of the, the Lions players make the effort to get out there to support the, the AFLW guys?
4: Yeah, absolutely. I think we've um, obviously... Every team has a WhatsApp group, but um, you know ours is going strong about who's going out there. If you're in town, plus we start on Monday as well, so I think um, if blokes haven't been out at the facility, it'd be a great opportunity mm. to to do that and um, go along, watch the girls, hopefully win
3: their second AFLW grand final,
11: catch up with Harris Andrews about all these marks this year <laughs> or, and all that sort
3: of so stuff. So are you gonna, you'll be training out there uh, straight away, or well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh,
4: I think a lot will determine what happens with the ground this weekend. Yeah. Um, but if it pulls up fine, yeah, I, I could say that the boys would probably could be training out there Monday. That would okay. be, yeah, well, which would be great. Great yeah. result. If not, um, we'll wait the extra time that we need to do it and start it in January. Mm. And you'll get used to the drive.
5: Springfield. <laughs> Beautiful not, drive
4: out they're,
11: there. End up moving over our side of the city. <laughs> now, to update the um, World Cup, Spain 7, Costa Rica 0, Morocco 0, Croatia 0, Japan 2, Germany 1, Belgium 1, Canada 0. Now, the latest drama there outside, mm. well, I mean – there's more than one a day, really, when when you talk about the drama in Qatar uh, with the crowds, the overestimating of the crowds, 47,000 people attending a game where the maximum capacity is 40,000, et cetera, et cetera. Well, now the FIFA translator has been turned off at the press conference because a journalist asked Bruno Fernandes, from, uh, he plays for Portugal, Portugal yep. who also plays for Man United, oh. about Cristiano Ronaldo leaving uh, Man United. So they turned the translator off.
5: Wow. Um,
11: so he couldn't answer it and uh, didn't understand the question, uh, allegedly. So <laughs> it just one thing after yep. another with uh, what is happening over there. It's almost become as big as the tournament in some respects, what's yes. going to happen today yep. uh, in Qatar. The heat of defeat. Oh, another thing, Patty. Mm. Um, when I know Pat loves all the financial side of sport. <laughs> yep. The Glazers are looking at selling potentially Man United. Man United. Ah. Oh. You know how much they paid for it in a few years ago, whatever it was, 2005, and what have been. Billions. Two billion. Two billion. So there you go.
4: And now, what are
11: those I? I don't know. Figures? They don't say. Well, we don't know. Yeah. Depends. I don't know. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so Man United could be up for sale. They're, they're sort of thinking about, uh, you know, what they want to do in the future.
4: So. Mm. Interesting. Paddy's retiring. Man United. Yeah. Off man. <laughs> Hang on. I had, a
11: chat, had a chat with Cam Smith uh, Hang on. walking around yesterday <laughs> and, and so on. You never know. Uh, but, anyway, so, yeah, that, that would be very interesting. And they haven't mm. really taken much interest in Man United. It's just been an investment for them. Mm. So uh, interesting there. And the Heat defeated Hobart by 44 runs last night. Laura Harris, 44 off 14. Yeah. Jess Jonathan, 4 for 23. So that means they play tonight strikers. against the strikers mm-hmm. for the right to play the Sixers in the grand final. Yeah, so. They keep
3: rolling. Yeah, well, they won three. They want to win three games in four days. That's yeah. what they've got to do to lift the trophy.
11: And Australia's into the semi-finals of the Davis Cup. They beat Netherlands. Netherlands two rubbers to zip, and so they'll play either Croatia or Spain in the semi-final. So well done to mm. uh, Alex dimnor who came from a set down to win his match, and Jordan Thompson, who won his. Now, don't forget, uh, everyone, that each day on the show for the remainder of this week and for the next two weeks, we'll be giving away a double pass to join us here. Celebrating 47 years of sport with Pat Welsh Breakfast. Up on the rooftop, Beatles-like Zorks. How many can we fit up there? Oh, heaps, Paddy. Big rooftop. Well, Mm. at least. I mean, if we can't fit them in, you and Heels might have to come downstairs and do it from down. But no, you'll be up on the roof. Have you been up on the roof? No, I haven't. Oh, it's beautiful. It really
3: is nice up Mm. there. It is the best part of the building, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not going if there's no bacon and egg burgers either. Will there be bacon and egg yeah, burgers? there okay. will. And right. coffee.
11: But you don't drink coffee. No. We might have to your tea, Paddy, okay. or something like that. Now, <laughs> just keep listening throughout the morning and every day on the show. Uh, you'll hear one of the SN, SEN hosts paid tribute to Paddy. Uh, and then just jump on the phone, 13, And if you're the first person through, you'll be joining us on December 9. We've given away three this week. We've heard from Jared Waitley. We've heard from Maddie White. We've heard some Scotty Sattler. Um, so I think, yeah. So mm. we'll see who we hear from sometime between now and 9 o'clock today.
3: All right, speaking between now and nine o'clock, we've got lots. To, the Tommy Hackett will be here with his—he gives this insightful look oh, at the World Cup. He, he's plus, uh, the bottom, <laughs> plus the winner bottom, plus the winner bottom stakes. How Rothfire will go, and the PGA, of course. Luke Gatehouse the talk all things Greyhound Racing. It's Melbourne Cup coming up as well, and of course Sophie Conway yes. is joining us from the Lions. Uh, but right now it is coming up to seven forty. It's twenty-two degrees in Brizzy, and Brizzy. We'll be back after this. And I said... For Imar Insurance,
0: get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ 693. Queensland made.
3: Another entry for our PPQ competition, Zorks, the Mm -hmm. gift voucher to the value of $495. We've had uh, an ashes test at Lord's, but this one's a World Cup final. Um, our latest caller or a latest texter. Mm-hmm. Uh, big international fan of football. Would love to be there. I think, yeah, that's, you know, away yeah. from the Olympic cycle. That's always the biggest sporting event in the world, isn't yep. it? So a World Cup final. I was waiting for that one to join the queue. So uh, Mark tells me we'll decide this one tomorrow. So keep sending your entries through on the text line, 0467 736 736. Now, thanks to Suncorp, the Suncorp spirit, we're building a more resilient Queensland. So we want to know the team coach player who uh, has been resilient or needs a bit of resilience, because that's where I'm going with this one. I think it's an obvious one, Roos. Yeah. So, you know, we had that just sheer joy and elation. The, the vision that we saw, particularly from Melbourne, uh, in the square with the with the the guys and the girls watching and you know early in the morning and they yep. just went off when we scored that first goal, Goodwin's first goal, but it quickly went downhill as we know. So uh, the coach, Graham Arnold, has got to get them up yep. now, and it's 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 within the team as well. They've got to sort of just be ignoring what happened, try and forget the four one loss. So if anyone's got to be resilient over the next few days in global sport, it's got to be the Socceroos, I think.
4: Yeah. Definitely. I think it's, uh, yeah, a no-brainer. Um, and, you know, being a professional athlete, you've got to let those things go really quickly. You've got to yeah. let results go, uh, and you've got to move on to the next one. They've got to take the positives, look at the negatives, move on really quickly.
3: And the fact that Tunisia and Denmark, and I know they won't be thinking about this, but their draw, their little draw, will draw, is a little bit of a, a lift-up for us.
4: Oh, definitely. It's a, it's a booster, absolutely. I mean, now they know they can control where they finish, you know, Play in Tunisia, really good chance there. Denmark, you put in a really good performance and all of a sudden you're through. So, um, you know, they'll be, they'll be positive about this. They know that they've competed with one of the world's best teams and the world's best team, France, mm. um, for 30 minutes of the game. Um, they know they can do it for longer and they've just got to go out and execute like they did um, early against France and they'll be right.
3: Yeah, I think we're in agreement, and I, I think we get a, a fair deal of nods out there and uh, among our listeners that uh, if we're talking about SunCorp resilience and the SunCorp spirit, uh, the Socceroos are the ones that need a little bit of resilience as they come into this weekend game against Tunisia. Make sure you've got the right insurance this storm season. Search SunCorp home insurance for a quote today. Hey, we're just talking draft about yeah. about to come up and. Yep. And obviously the, the two names that have been on everyone's lips as far as the Lions go are Will Ashcroft, uh, Will Ashcroft and Jasper Fletcher. Yep. Um, what can you tell us about those two? Uh,
4: well, fortunately enough for us. I mean, we got the opportunity of them coming out last preseason and training with us. And they did, um, I reckon, close to 75% of our preseason. They did mm-hmm. the running, um, all our drills that were contact. Um, and they held their own. And, um, you know, we'll... Looks like he's going to be an exceptional talent. Yep. And I think it probably gets lost a little bit just how talented Jasper is. Uh, yeah. Jasper's going to be a fantastic player for us. His old man was obviously a club legend, um, as well as Marcus was as well. So, um, you know, they're both athletic, they're both fit, they're both ultra professional. Uh, Jasper's, Jasper had a little bit of a setback with his ankle uh, about three or four months ago. I've seen him in the gym. He's rehabbing that with us really well. Um, you know, so. They're in good hands. Um Monday night. Obviously they'll be officially fingers crossed. I mean, I'm sure it's gonna go through. I'm sure I'm sure we've done everything right to get them both. <laughs> but um yeah, fingers crossed they'll be Brisbane Lions and they'll they'll rock up ready to go and um they've already got connections with us as players because yeah. they've done, you know, a majority of a preseason with us. So um yeah. They'll be uh, great additions to our team. A lot of, uh, a lot of youth, a lot of excitement, a lot of energy. Um, and that adds on top of, you know, obviously getting Josh Dunkley, Jack Gunston. We've just signed Connor McKenna as well. Um, the Irish boy who, who played a little bit of football, uh, for Essendon and was a genuine speedster. Yeah. Um, fantastic skills. Reminds me a lot of Pierce Anley. Um, so it's been a really good, a really good off season for us on, on that front in the drafting front. And, um, it sets us up
3: and puts us in a really nice position to attack a, a, another preseason. Yeah. And so Will, by talking to you in the, in the commercial break, is living the life or has lived the life. He, he stayed with Hugh McLuggage and things like that. So, uh, you know, it's football, football, football when they come up here.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and Hugh's the ultimate professional as well. So Will got the opportunity to stay with um, Hugh for majority of his stay um, last preseason. And uh, Hugh had glowing wraps on him uh, just about how professional he was. He always wanted to do more. Um, he took such great care of his body. Uh, you know, he was so thorough of what he did in the gym with us. Uh, you know, his diet. He was always asking Hugh about, you know, what else can I do? Is mm. massage the right option? Can it wins physio? Like what? Can, and Hugh was just blown away at just the professionalism of this kid yeah. at such a young age. So uh, that's exciting for us. He's going to come into our environment, obviously a brand new facility, State-of-the-art uh, gadgets are in there now. So he's, both of those guys are going to have absolute field day out there and hopefully have really long, sustained careers with the Brisbane Lions.
3: Well, it could be a, a big 48 hours for the club with mm. the Grand Fond. We're going we're gonna to speak to yes. Sophie Conway shortly. Hey, uh, just a little bit of info from Royal Queensland. Organisers will be happy with this. The uh, number one name on the leaderboard right at the moment, A. Scott. <whistles> he's made birdie at seven or his seventh hole today. They're on the back nine, remember? So Scott, Flanagan, Rasmus Hoygaard, Bateman, Jared Felton, Corey Crawford, all at two under Mm. par today. So they're all, you know, they're only, uh, Scott obviously is deepest into his rank because they were first off. They're seven in. Uh, Where are our other guys? Where are the Smiths and Foxes of Mm. the world?
4: I'm looking down. Oh, yep. There's Ryan Fox. He's still plus one. Cam Smith just below him as well, plus one. Uh, Aaron Wilkin, who won the Queensland. Queensland PGA. Yeah, yeah last week. He's mm-hmm. also at plus one. So yeah.
3: beat his mate in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was out of Nudgy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Nudgy was in good Nick too as well. So there we go. Oh, Nick Flanagan's just hit the lead. Nick Flanagan's made a birdie at seven. So he's at three under with a host of players at two. We'll keep you up to that. We'll talk to you, uh Jimmy Tucker again shortly. But it is seven fifty one right now. And in Brizzy it's twenty two point eight degrees. Enough!
0: For Imar Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ
3: 693. Queensland made. I was going to launch into a little bit of what's on in sport in this day, November 24, normally it's something to do with Sir Donald Bradman, but not today. I can't find anything here. But uh, we've got some news from Royal Queensland. We will be going back to Jimmy Tucker in the last hour of the show. Mm-hmm. He's out following our marquee group today, but Adam Scott... Mm. Three under through eight. So he's made another birdie uh, at the, the eighth, his eighth hole out there today. Joining Nick Flanagan, who's just one group behind, he's at three under as well. And then we've got Rasmus Hoygaard of the Hoygaard brothers, yep. Harry Bateman, Jared Felton, and Corey Crawford all at two under. But still no improvement from our other two playing in this marquee group. I think they're both still at one over par. So they'd like to get... Uh,
4: yep, they are
3: as they say in the classics on the birdie train for very quickly for a Ryan Fox. So they're sitting back in tie 40th at the moment. Look, it means nothing right at the moment. They're only eight holes into a a 72 hole tournament, but they just like to make a couple of birdies and uh, get that, the good feeling going and get the group, get the crowd. Obviously if there's 500 plus out there before six o'clock this morning, you can imagine that that has built considerably as we close in on eight o'clock this morning.
4: Well, a couple of birdies, you know, keep those, Keep a bogey-free round, I reckon, mm. would give a hell of a lot of confidence for these golfers as well because it is, you know, the greens are very tricky at RQ. So, yeah. um, you know, want to make sure you're rolling the ball well. And
3: um, Yeah, well, they're tricky in their tournament pace now too. Yes. You know, they're yes. even trickier yep. for the mere mortals out there.
4: Yeah, well, I don't think I'd be any good on them, but, no. you know.
3: <laughs> as I said, it was a fun day yesterday. I, I had a couple of hours out there doing a story for last night's news for the TV. Uh, but Nat Cook. and Nat Cook plays well. Yeah. She's a very yeah, she's yeah, a very right. good golfer. She was with Adam Scott, and he was giving her just a little advice, uh, oh. just helping her along. They, There seemed to be a real good vibe. You know, sometimes the pros in the, in the pro-ams, uh, they tend to get a little isolated, and they, yep. they're wanting to do their stuff, and they're wanting to prep for the tournament. But you can see a genuine feeling out there, particularly amongst the 15 or so guys that have come from their overseas bases, yep. that they're just loving being home. They're loving the extra attention from the fans and they're just loving signing autographs. They don't sign too much these days. You'd you know. Yep. It's mainly selfies, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. The yeah. old autograph is sort of
4: passe. Well, it used to be the kids would come with little ripped up pieces of paper or serviettes yeah. and now it's just, oh, can you, can you pose for a photo? <laughs> a lot easier for us, no doubt about it. Yeah. But I just think golf has grown so much, so much over the last... Mm. You know, two years or so in Australia and, and definitely in Queensland, Brisbane, for sure. Mm. So um, it's great that they're all out there and um, we've got a good good weekend of golf coming up.
3: On this day of November 24, here's a little comparison for you. In 1991 on this day, Monica Sellers sets a female tennis record-winning prize money of $2.5 million in the one year. As I said earlier on the show, Cameron Smith this year, his prize money both on the Live Tour and on the regular tour, just around $27 million Australian. <laughs> A little bit of a difference. We're very, very close to the 8 o'clock news with Vanessa. We're going to have a chat to Sophie Conway from the Lions before the grand final, right after this.
0: For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit IMAR.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ 693.
3: Queensland made. Oh, one of our favourites on the show, Jed Morgan, has got it into the red numbers as well. He's one under through seven. Still, Cam Smith and Ryan Fox and Cam Davis, for that matter, Mm. all still one over. So they've got a little bit of work to do to stay in touch with these leaders that are Nick Flanagan and Adam Scott at three under at the Australian PGA. Now, I'm hearing Mm -hmm. that our next guest is still at work, despite the fact that she's going to play a grand final on Sunday. Sophie Conway... Why are you still? Why? Why aren't you resting with your feet up, getting massaged, and all that sort of thing?
1: <laughs> no, nah, morning guys. How are we? Oh, look, um, it's probably a good thing to be honest. It keeps my mind occupied. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I'll just sit around and and think about the game too much. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, still got to work. But um, no, nah, I've got a good workplace, and my boss is always really good. So, um, <laughs> I'm pretty lucky in that front still.
3: <laughs> now. We've got some. We've got Zorks in the studio, so you can give us a little bit of the inside intel. We won't tell a soul. Won't tell anyone, sorry.
1: <laughs> Oh look, um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, pretty pumped, obviously. Yeah, be, be playing into granny, that's for sure. And um, obviously, yeah, I'd love to not be working this week and, and next week as well. But unfortunately, <laughs> I've got to get bills paid and, and I've got to get on a, um end-of-season uh, footy trip as well paid. So uh, unfortunately, I've got to keep keep that um, ticking along.
4: <laughs> so if, there's been a lot of talk this week about the surface. You were out there the other night out at Springfield at the new facility. Give our listeners a little bit of a rundown. How is it? Uh, was there any shifting? You know, how does it all feel to your eye and to your feet
1: yeah we had a light run on um on monday on the surface and um yeah look for you know um where it's at with you know another week to go i, I was pretty happy with it and i know the whole playing group was as well um yeah you know the curators um i, I believe he's done a fantastic job up until then obviously we got main training tonight which mm-hmm. um which will obviously be really good, just to have a bit more of a run and a bit more feel for the for, for the ground. But um, yeah, look for for Monday and and where where it was at, at the week. Um, you know, we're we're really happy and um, can't wait to get out there again tonight and, uh, and on Saturday for the captain's run.
3: Hey, how do you keep a lid on? I know you're at work and that's that's the way you're doing it. But like, the excitement, the buzz has been all week long, hasn't it? Because. You've had Ali Anderson named best and fairest to follow up with Emily last year. So the club goes back-to-back, back, which is a real rarity. We've had four in the All-Australian side, three on debut, And then yesterday we have Craig Stasevich the, becoming the first coach to win Coach of the Year twice.
1: Yeah, look, it's obviously, you know, there's been plenty happening around the group in the last, you know, few days in terms of you know the successes of you know the individual players but you know it's not just them you know we're sharing that as well um you know we're you know as much as it's you know their award you know we're a part of it as well and and you know we're riding that wave with them and um I think that's what's so good about our group is you know it's not just them winning it it's all of us and and that's what you know is um the most exciting part so yeah, look, it, it has been a pretty um, pretty big week in, in terms of that front. But, look, we, we all know that um, all that's starting to go behind us and, you know, we, we got a job on Sunday and, you know, hopefully we can get it done and, and we can celebrate even more um, afterwards with,
4: with all that. So Craig's a fantastic coach and you know, not a lot of our listeners have probably had the opportunity to see him, uh, you know, at work or, or what he does. But how does he... How does he keep you guys motivated? He's been with you now for for seven years. Some of his even longer, coaching the women's game beforehand. What sort of coach is he, um, and what does he bring to this group to keep getting this success out of you guys?
1: Yeah, Craig's um, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal you know coach, but also you know a better human, I think. And I think that's um, you know a key aspect into a coach, the way he. Um, you know, gets to gets to know you on a bit of a deeper level, and um, you know the the banter so you can have with him, I think, as well, uh, makes him unique, um, which is also you know mm. us as a group is what we love, and you know we're we're probably a very energetic group, like you just said, and and it is probably a bit hard to tame us at times, but um, you know, I think you know he joins in on it as well, which makes it um that little bit more you know fun, a little bit more important, um, you know, he's very softly spoken as well and, and the way he goes about, you know, providing feedback and, and getting us up, getting us ready, um, you know, making sure we're, you know, in the right mindset, whether that's for the training or, or for a game is just something I've absolutely loved about um, Craig and, um, you know, he's um, he's done a phenomenal job and, and it's awesome to see him get coach of the year again. Um, you know, obviously, yes. Yeah, the main part is, is this weekend and, and yeah, we'd be, it'd be awesome just to, you know, finish the se- finish this season and, and the year off on a high.
3: Yeah, he's been there good times and bad times. And the bad times are referred to, you know, when as this competition expanded, which it was always going to do, the Lions were one of the prime targets and they came looking for your stars and wanting to poach your stars. Some went, others didn't. Is there a feeling amongst some of those players that uh, there's a sense of destiny about this weekend?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Like, um, yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a scary period there in the middle of the year this year. I mean, I was quite nervous myself because, you know, I knew I knew the group we had and I knew we had something really special that there was nothing more I wanted and, you know, to maintain that because, you know, I had this feeling that we could um, you know, get to the last day in in November but also, you know, really um push for another, you know, a second premiership. So, um look, I have no doubt, you know, the girls are, you know, in their right mind, you know, feeling good about, you know, the decisions they made and, and what, it, and everything. So um, to be honest, all that's in the, in the back of our mind. but, you know, we're just ready for the weekend and, and, you know, what the job we've got to do.
4: Let's uh, quickly touch on Ali Anderson. Another fantastic season by her. She's won the AFLW Best and Fairest on Tuesday night. Have you celebrated? Have you got together? Have you done anything with her? I saw a few of us there uh, with her on the night was the whole team there. How, how did that all unfold?
1: Yeah, it was all awesome to um, you know, be able to, you know, everyone be invited to, to go on Tuesday night. Obviously I'm pretty sure the majority of the group nearly got there. I think a few girls unfortunately couldn't. Um but yep. yeah, it was just as the night started um progressing and the counts started progressing, we were just slowly, um, as a playing group, we're like, hang on a second. We're <laughs> we're we're feeling good here. We're <laughs> we're Ellie may win. We're and on. um it's it just um and the energy around the girls just kept getting better and better. And obviously, at the start of the night, you know, we had those four Australians make it. And um, yeah, unfortunately, Ali obviously dipped out of that, which um, you know is a little bit disappointing. But you know, credit to her, you know, she was still super pumped for you know the other four. And then yep. we could celebrate her at the end of the night. And um, unfortunately, we haven't we haven't done anything for her just yet. But um, you know. That's obviously what we're looking at for, you know, the end of the week, and um, sure. hopefully we can celebrate even, you know, with um, everyone, with a, you know, medal around our necks as well. For for a,
3: Amazing. yeah, we're, we're all cheering for that. Yeah, Zorks, you weren't here. You were again coming back from Fiji yesterday. We had uh, we had Darren Lehman in ho- co-hosting the show with me yesterday. He was filthy about Ali Henderson oh, missing out on the All-Australian so, team. We had seriously. Ali on, and Ali was very diplomatic. She handled it beautifully, but <laughs> <laughs> Darren Lehman saying, hang on a minute. She's the best player. Yeah, how do you get named <laughs> the best player in the comp and and you yeah. can't make the All-Australian team? Look, few question marks in my opinion, <laughs>
1: but hey, we... Um, there's always a few question marks, even um even where the wingers are. But you know, we we leave that, we move on, and, and we, we worry about the weekend.
4: Great answer, Sike. Great
3: yeah, answer. You're very, you're very diplomatic, all the, all the women <laughs> in your team. Hey, um, open training session this hour if the fans want to come out.
1: Yes, yes, hundred percent. Um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm pumped for this afternoon. Obviously, main training, but also an open training for the for the. For the fans and especially people, if you didn't get um, tickets, it'd be an awesome way to get down and, and get to um, you know, see us and see us in action.
3: And the other thing, of course, you are banking on Taylor Harris playing. Obviously, a, you know, a former Lion and, and one of the real stars of the AFLW competition. That She had the shoulder injury, injury but she's almost certain to play.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, she's a phenomenal, phenomenal player. Um, she can take a mark. Um, left, front right and centre. So, yeah, she'll be a huge asset for Melbourne. But, um, you know, we're ready for whoever goes out on on Sunday and, and we'll start diving in a, a lot deeper tonight. So about um, the, the Melbourne team.
4: Yeah, you played them uh, not too long ago. You end up winning by 15 points. What do you have to do? Is it the same game plan? Is it going to be something different? Obviously, don't delve into it too much for all our Melbourne um, fans listening. <laughs> uh, but uh, what do you have to do to beat the Demons?
1: Oh look, I think if, you know, we need to just continue to play our game, our our game style, play our way yep. with, you know, all that um comes, you know, pressure that running power that we do have. So yeah, I think we've got a lot of assets that we have up up our sleeves that I think, you know, we'll um definitely bring out on the day and yeah, that round four game where we obviously got the win on them was, you know, a little bit different in terms of um, you know, the weather and, and what the circumstances are gonna be like on yep. Sunday as well. So fair bit should um, play into our hands and, you know, not just, you know, um, the weather, but also, you know, just getting that home ground advantage, you know, where we're really pumped to be out playing at um, Brighton Home. Mm, it's yeah. um, going to be an unreal atmosphere.
3: And of course, last season, they were the team that, uh, Melbourne were the team that knocked you out in the prelim final, but yeah. you would have forgotten about that altogether, wouldn't you, sir?
1: Yeah, oh, I mean, like it's a bit of a driving.
3: force. <laughs> oh, you're diplomatic this of... morning, aren't you? <laughs> diplomatic this morning.
1: <laughs> a little bit of a driving force. I mean, you never want to lose in a prelim, so um, yeah. Obviously, um, they they pipped us, and and you know they played better than us on that day. So um, yeah, we learn a lot from that, though. So um, yeah, it's going to be a good game, I reckon.
3: All right, that's what we. All the right noises. So it, it's fantastic <laughs> that you're, you're opening up this training session. You're happy to stick around. With uh, with all the all the fans this afternoon, but that's five o'clock at that brand new Brighton Homes Arena, Springfield Central, and that's ahead of Sunday's grand final. So, Nah,
1: can't wait.
3: Yeah, we can't wait either. We wish her the best of luck. Sen will be calling the game, and Zorks will be part of the commentary team. So, here we there to celebrate with you Sunday afternoon. I'll be there screaming. Safe. Let's go. I'm yeah, looking
1: forward to it. Get get to the game if um. Or get to training tonight. But, um, yeah, we'll obviously see you tonight or um, Sunday.
3: Sophie Conway joining us. Best of luck, Sophie.
1: Cheers. Thanks, guys. Bye.
4: Each day on the show for the next three weeks, we'll be giving away a double pass to join us for the celebrating 47 years of sport with Pat Welsh (laughs) Breakfast. We're on it again. All you need to do is keep listening throughout the morning and when you hear one of our SEN hosts pay tribute to Pat, jump on the phone 131355 and the first person through will be joining us
3: for breakfast on December 9th. Okay, well, we've got. To, well, we haven't got long to go. No, we know it's going to happen in the next forty-four minutes. Get on the mm-hmm. Um, What do you think about that? So, going back to what we know that uh, you know it's still relatively in its infancy. The AFL double it's yep. only seventh season. Yep. and and most of the girls still work. Yes. Um, uh, so, what do you think? As Soph's plan this week, get to work, keep the head clear, and. Worry about training and getting all the, the, the game plans in place this afternoon.
4: I do like that aspect of it, that you yep. can actually get away from thinking about the grand final. Um, obviously, you'd love to be preparing the best possible way. Um, we're not at that stage yet where the girls are full-time, but I don't think it's too far away. However, um, I mean, I think it has its pros and its cons, hmm. both mentally, uh, physically. Obviously, you, you don't want to be on your feet all day for the whole week if you don't have to be. Hopefully the bosses are nice and um, you know looking after their oh, their w, workers yeah. a bit. I'm sure that I'm sure there's a little bit of flexibility there I in their roster school. Yeah, she'd be she'd be on a chair all day then. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I do like that side of it that you can clear your head a little bit and um and not think about the mm. game.
3: Vanessa, you've walked in with pumped up by listening to Sophie. She she was very (laughs) diplomatic, wasn't she? I know.
8: I think, yeah, that's right. It's kind of that line between keeping a lid on things Mm. and going, all right, just focus on our preparation. But they obviously must be just busting out of their skins right (laughs) now. Just (laughs) can't wait for Sunday.
3: Yeah, they've been close a lot. I know they won one and Mm. they want to taste that feeling again. And I think it's it's a valid point that Sure, the club was raided, as we knew it was going to be as the as the comp expanded, but there were a few that stayed loyal, probably for less money.
4: Oh, definitely for less money. I, I just love what they built there. The culture around the girls' team, they're so close, they're tight-knit, they care for one another. You can see it in the excitement and the way they play their football. Like, they all care for each other, they all want to do it for each other, and it's it's such it's such an, an incredible team that what um, Craig Starstavich has been able to put together. And for the girls that have stayed and taken less money – Potentially benefited right now. This Sunday coming up for their grand final.
3: Let's hope it's a big weekend because the Heat women—they've uh, got a—they've got a little bit of extra to do. They've got to beat the strikers tonight. Mm. Then they come up against that red-hot Sixers side if they win tonight. Uh, so it could be—it uh, could be a beautiful weekend for Queensland sport. Big big yeah. weekend. Okay, it's uh, eight eighteen.
0: Your Claim Lawyers. Maximising compensation claims for injured people. Traffic and weather. Together. SENQ. 693am.
8: There's a breakdown causing some delays on Fig Tree Pocket Road at Fig Tree Pocket this morning. Also, very heavy conditions on the Mount Lindsay Highway through Baronia Heights, Kelvin Grove Road at Kelvin Grove, Coronation Drive at Toowong, the Bruce Highway at Mango Hill, as well as the Centenary Highway at Jindalee. Today's forecast, partly cloudy, a top of 30 degrees for Brisbane. Sunny and 31 tomorrow. Right now, it's 23 degrees.
3: We're watching a Adam Scott masterclass, I think. He's four under through nine holes. So he's just made the turn, which means he's going to play the first. Now, he started off on the back nine, but he is leading by himself at the Australian PGA. Early stages, of course, day one. But Adam Scott leads at four under. It's 8.19. We'll be back. S E M celebrating 47 years of sport with Pat Welsh.
2: Now, Brian, you walked into the studio today. You said, we've done two years. We are the doyens of media.
11: Well, let me tell you this. Our man, Paddy Welsh... 47 years at Channel 7. Good on you, Paddy. Sports world. Mm. That's what I remember. Yeah. That Paddy's dulcet tones. Yeah, and he's all about balance. 47 years at Channel 7, 47 years at SEN. Good on you, Paddy.
5: I hope you can do 50.
11: All right, call in.
0: For IMR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imr.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ 693.
3: Queensland made. Adam from Carina had the fast fingers. Adam, good morning. It looks like you're coming to breakfast with us. Yes, thank you. Sounds sounds great. Looking forward to it. Well, I'll be looking after the menu too much. You can guarantee there'll be a bacon and egg burger there somewhere for you, believe me. That
10: sounds perfect. You coffee yes, drinker? I, I think... think...
4: I am. I am. I love a coffee. No <laughs> You'll be in my corner then. <laughs> Zorks yes. will be here, so well, you get
3: you get a chance to meet the lion skipper as well, mate.
9: Thank you. That'd be great. It'd be great, great to come along, and thanks, thanks for for including me. Yeah,
3: that's that's a pleasure. Thanks for phoning. All right, Adam, we'll uh, we'll go to a World Cup update. But, uh, thank you for dialing uh, in and uh, joining us on the December nine uh, for your secure crypto partner. Get in the game at kraken.com. That's K-R-A-K-E-N. Broadcast sponsor of SEN's coverage of the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022. Let's recheck those overnight games. Yep. Morocco and Croatia. Croatia, of course, last year's runners-up in Group F. Nil Or. Japan over Germany. Yes, Japan 2-1 over Germany in Group E. The other game in Group E, Spain 7 over Costa Rica nil. And the game just completed this morning in Group F. Belgium 1-1. Canada nil. Yep. So the the eye raiser there is obviously Japan over Germany. But yep. as you were telling us right at the outset of the show, Germans not quite the powerhouse they used to be.
4: Not quite. The blue Samurai is certainly on the uh, on the rise. So uh, not a massive shock. Obviously, you know Germany being a, a, you know one of the greatest teams won the World Cup maybe two World Cups ago. Um, so yeah, a little bit of a shock, but n- nothing. You know. I wouldn't be surprised if people took Japan to win.
3: Okay, what uh, tickles your fancy tonight? We've got Switzerland v. Cameroon. That's the 8 o'clock game tonight. Then followed by Uruguay and South Korea at 11 o'clock. 2 o'clock tomorrow morning, Ronaldo and his uh, Portugal side against Ghana. And then Neymar, Brazil v. Serbia, which will be another good game that one, at 5 a.m. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's another action-packed program.
4: Well, Portugal and Ghana attracts my attention. Purely... Because of the fact of the Ronaldo and the uh, and and his uh, discussions with Manchester United at the moment, but also his teammate Bruno Fernandes also plays for Portugal. So how that chem- and and he normally feeds Ronaldo. So how that chemistry is going to work? Mm. Um, you know, uh, Ronaldo obviously came a little bit later into camp because of these um, talks with his contract at Manchester United. You know, it was a it was a food bug or a kitchen bug. Um, that's going to be an interesting match because I think a few people have. Certainly thought Portugal can go deep in this tournament um, with the class on their roster. So, you know, there's a little hurdle there in Ghana. And um, if they're not up to it, they might get rolled or a draw, which would be a a shocking result for them.
3: I know in one of the, uh, the, the big interviews that Messi did before this tournament, he, he didn't think there'd be any major shocks. He was naming France. He was naming England, mm. who made also made an impressive start. Yep. But naturally, he named Brazil with Neymar and uh, oh, with many Marquinhos, other superstars. Fred, yeah.
4: Anthony, uh, the list goes on with them. They've obviously got a world-class side, Brazil. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I, I, I hope for, for their and their Brazilian fans, they can they can win another World Cup. But, um, you know, Serbia's going to be no easy feat tonight, that's for sure, yeah, tomorrow morning. Yeah,
3: that's the 5 a.m. to uh, tomorrow morning. And, of course, you can uh, you can keep up to date with SEN. But Kraken, safely buy, sell and trade over 185 cryptocurrencies. I believe there was that many. Mm. And you can buy them with Aussie dollars. Kraken.com, broadcast sponsor of SEN's coverage of the FIFA World Cup, Qatar. 2022. Hey, uh, Daryl, who's another one of our regular listeners here, Zorks, mm-hmm. I'd love to spend Christmas Day celebrating lunch at a Swish restaurant in Melbourne with the best present being tickets to the Boxing Day test at the G, especially if the Poms were playing. So on Ashes test at the G. Thank you, Daryl. Yeah, agreed, it's, uh, it's one of the great mm. sporting events as well.
4: Yep, nothing better than seeing that first ball on uh, Boxing Day, that's for sure.
3: So what have we got? We've got... Uh, We've got rugby we've got World Cup in in football. We've got an Ashes Test at Lords. Yep. My entry naturally was the Masters at Augusta. World Cup
4: final at the Super Bowl.
3: Super Bowl. You've got the AFL grand yep. final. Yeah. Um, well,
4: there's one there, Mooney Valley races on a Friday night.
3: <laughs> 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 Love that. Rugby World Cup. Uh Annie is uh, sent through there. She'd love to go to the Rugby World Cup. I mean, let's hope Australia's got enough players still standing by the time <laughs> we get to the Rugby World oh, Cup. Oh, crikey. I mean, if we're talking Achilles injuries and things like that, I mean, you're talking eight, nine months, aren't you? Recovery time on that. And uh, Rugby World Cup is only around about 10 months away.
4: Yep. Uh, they're, and they're a, a pain of a thing to look after. Paddy, as I know, and I've got the experience in that department. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if if they are, they, they need to get onto them really quickly and get that rehabilitation going and... Get that load into it as soon as they possibly can. Yeah, um, if,
3: yeah, If you didn't catch up with that news, so now Michael Hooper. Yes, uh, his his is con- concussion, concussion. symptoms. Symptoms, but we've got Tupu, Valentini, Paisami, Pareki, Callaway, Nick White already home from that uh, from that tour. So yeah, it's been a it's been a tough one for them. Hey, uh, it's just gone eight thirty. We've got a packed last half hour, so we best get to Vanessa with the news. Enough! For IMR Insurance, get an
0: online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit IMAR.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ 693. Queensland made.
3: Let's get a sports update and we're going to cross to Jimmy Tucker again. Thanks to Brisbane Posts and Beams. Go Brispost.com.au today. Jimmy, thanks for doing this this morning. Really appreciate it. You're watching something of a Adam Scott masterclass out there. Yeah,
9: Paddy, it's quite intriguing. I think Scotty's probably slipped under the radar for the first time in a decade in Australia. All the heat's been on Cam Smith in terms of uh, appearances and doing the extras. And Scotty's just uh, serenely gone about just playing golf. And isn't he playing well? Uh, minus four through ten holes at the footnet Australian PGA.
4: Where's uh, uh, Cam Smith and Ryan Fox sitting at, mate, currently?
9: Oh, well, that, that's Cam actually uh, was on the first tee. And then he uh, darted off to the uh, the toilet for a quick break. Came out and uh, got his first birdie of the day. So maybe oh. the Superman cloak was uh, in the <laughs> toilet somewhere.
5: <laughs> okay.
9: And uh, he's, he's back. And like literally, there's a thousand people following that group. Wow. And th- there's such an energy to the people. And a lot of them have been out since 6 a.m. this morning. Huh. And really lovely conditions. A little bit of a zephyr, and just perfect conditions. And a, a really it's also a really interesting mix in the crowd too. Like, it's just not all 50-year-old uh, yep. blokes. There's young kids. There's lots of women, uh, young blokes uh, with mullets. Uh, like, a really <laughs> awesome. good mix
5: of people. I,
3: I, I think it's going to be heaving out there at the weekend, you know, when school's out and, and you know, work is finished for the week for the bulk of the uh, population. I reckon it's going to be just great.
9: Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. The PGA of Aust- Australasia... Uh, rarely puts their two marquee players together, uh, as they've done with Cam Smith and Adam Scott. But it's a total reflection of how strong the field is. On the opposite side of the draw, teeing off at 11 o'clock and playing in the afternoon, you'll have former US Open champion Jeff Ogilvy, You'll have Lucas Herbert. You'll have other wonderful players going off in the afternoon group. So there's a lot of quality there. Mark Leishman, yep. like a really good blend of players.
3: And as we know, this is co-sanctioned with the uh, the DP World Tour. So, in effect, the European Tour. And we've got uh, Rasmus Hoygaard uh, and his brother Nikolai. Uh, they're both in red figure. So, Nikolai at one under through eight. And Rasmus at three under through nine. So, he's Scotty's closest pursuer. Hey, I did mention, uh, spoke to Gavin Kirkman, uh, PGA CEO, yesterday. He played with Scotty in the Pro-Am, and he just gave me a little you know, wink as we walked by and said he is putting the spots off it. So, obviously, the flat stick's working for him, Jimmy?
9: It is, but not just on the greens. He's uh, made two really nice pass saves with, with no stress at all from off the green from 15 metres plus, uh, where he's taken two putts uh, using the, the putter from off the green. Now, other players have been uh, using a bump and run strategy, but Scotty's just uh, taken that
4: stress out and just uh, got it close and uh, nailed paths from there. What's the weather like out there, Jim? We're, we're stuck in the studio here, but is it, is it, uh, is it getting hotter or is it going to stay similar to that for the the rest of the day or, or what's it look like out there?
9: Uh, it's starting to heat up now. It was really cool and quite breathless to start with, perfect conditions. Yep. I think the afternoon field, they're, they're predicting each day that the the winds
5: uh mm. on the
9: river might get up 20k's 25k's uh kilometers per hour so that makes for some tricky uh recalculations but at the moment these early groups are getting the best of the conditions mm. like rasmus hogard uh he had a part of opened the scoring for him on the 10th and went birdie 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 and yeah. he actually hit the pin on the 11th the par 3 so he's oh really going nicely. There's a guy with a Danish flag uh, just gone by me on the uh, <laughs> on his 10th hole. Uh, he's got an interesting uh, dilemma. I think in about a week, uh, Denmark play the Socceroos over <laughs> in Qatar. So I think exactly there'll be a right. little bit of uh, support for the Danish, not all for the Socceroos.
3: Oh, look at you just weaving all the sports into, the, into your little cross. That's magnificent. Hey, we've got Nick Flanagan, Harry Bateman, uh, Jared Felton and James Grierson all at two under. So already we've just got that mouth-watering leaderboard surfacing, and as you said, uh, a birdie for Cam Smith for the British Open champ, and let's hope he can uh, blaze away on his back nine, which is the front nine on the golf course.
9: Yeah, he he needs probably to get in that bubble where he's most happy, just between the ropes on the fairways, because he, he has done everything asked of him, plus off the course. he signed every autograph. He's... Been at the Greg Norman Medal, re- receiving one of the highest individual honours in Australian golf. Uh, he did a, uh, a clinic uh, last Sunday at RQ where they were trying to get the record for the biggest uh, golf clinic. Yeah, that's right. Uh, record, uh, things like that. He's, he's done so much to promote the pants off this tournament. And really, when you see a 1,000 people out at 6 a.m., he's doing a fantastic job.
3: And uh, no surprise to me that he's a major contender for the Queensland Sports Star of the Year Awards. Hey, mate, we we really appreciate your time. You're always a wonderful ally to this show and uh, your insights are always so valuable. But uh, it sounds like you're enjoying yourself today out there.
9: Well, I mean, you've you've struck on a point there, Paddy. Like anyone who loves golf, this is as good as it gets. You've got two Australians, one who won the Masters for the first time in 2013, you've got Cam Smith, one of the hottest golfers in the world, um, right on your doorstep in Brisbane, which has had before this year no big tournaments for 20 years. I yeah. mean, it's just remarkable. you got to, if you like golf at all, you've got to be here over these four days.
3: Agreed, mate. Yeah, I've had a few requests for tickets. All right, mate, really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Jim Tucker. There, cheers, guys. just quickly, each day on the show, we uh, have a golf bunker voucher to give away, which is uh, not far away from rural Queensland. It's a two-hour session for up to three people. It's valued at $149. You can play golf 24-7 in air-conditioned comfort at the Golf Bunker, Kingsford Smith Drive, Hamilton. 13.13.55 is that number. Jump on it right now if you'd like to experience the Golf Bunker for you and two of your friends. For IMAR Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere,
0: anytime. Visit IMAR.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ 693.
3: Queensland made. Andrew from Clayfinger. Uh, from Clay, Clayfield. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? What am I doing? I was about to say you have the fast fingers. Andrew, <laughs> and congratulations you the golf bunker, mate. Thank you very much, Pat. And it's not far away from home. It's just around the corner in Hamilton. No, nah,
12: very very convenient. We're looking forward to going down there, so it should
3: be fun. All right. we got That's for you and a couple of mates. Hey, yeah, now, I did hear a little birdie tell me that you might be going to the Australian Open.
10: Yeah, I'm away this weekend for my mum's birthday, but, yeah, going to Melbourne next Wednesday to go with the Open, so I'm very excited
3: about that. And two pretty fair courses as well, mm. Victoria and Kingston Heath. You're going to love it, mate, and you'll get these guys that are playing well at the moment. I can tell you just as an update, literally, as Jimmy Tucker was saying goodbye to us, Adam Scott uh, sunk a putt for another birdie at 11. He's now five under, mate. So uh, I know you'll keep in touch with that, yep. but enjoy the open and enjoy the golf bunker.
4: Thank you very much, guys.
3: Andrew they're from Clayfield. <laughs>
4: Clayfinger.
3: <laughs> yeah, where did I get that from? I got there yeah, Anyway, I was ahead of myself. <laughs> Try mates mode today and lad broke it together. T's and C's apply. Gamble responsibly. Tommy, a very good morning to you. We've already spoken to Gareth about the Winterbottom stakes. What about the thriller from Chinchilla, Rothfire? Are you giving it a chance?
12: Yeah, he's a, he's a great chance in, in this race, Patty. We know that Robert Heathcote has had great successes on Winterbottom before with uh, the great buffering, and he... He's always compared Rothfire to Buffering, so it's fitting that he does get his opportunity uh, in the Winterbottom Stakes over in Perth. At the moment, he is the favourite in the Ladbrokes market. He's $4.80, drawn beautifully in Barrier 3 with Damien Oliver in the saddle. He's going to have to be his very best, though, Rothfire, because this is a really good addition of the uh, Winterbottom Stakes. Uh, Goodolphin have got Volana right there at $6. Elite Street, who's been the best sprinter in Perth for a number of years, years now. Is there at six dollars? You've got a horse, the quality of Palelei, who's been inconsistent yeah. in this preparation, but we know how good he is on his day. He's ten dollars. The astrologist wasn't beaten far in that champion sprint the other day. He's eleven dollars. And you've got the winners of the lead-up races in Perth. This will test you. Eleven dollars. Miss My Bella May, who's three from three, thirteen dollars. So it's an outstanding race. So if Rothbard doesn't bring his A game, he's gonna he won't be winning because this is a really strong
4: field. Mm, Tommy, the Australian PGA is on at the moment. Adam Scott has started on fire. What's the market doing, mate?
12: Adam Scott off to a flyer, and he's now the new favourite in Ludbroke's betting. Before the tournament, Cam Cam Smith was $4.50 favourite. No one else was single-figure odds. Adam Scott was on the second line of betting at $10. But after Adam Scott's fast start... He's right there now as the $3.50 favourite. Cameron Smith is $6.00. And they're they're the two obvious standouts here. The person I think offers a little bit of value, I think he's going to be well-suited by uh, Royal Queensland. Lucas Herbert at $15.00, I think, will be in the mix on Sunday. We know he's he's got such a good short game. I think that's going to be very important. So I think if there's anyone that's going to be able to really upstage the big guns, for me, it's Lucas Herbert.
3: Yeah, you're going to need it around this course too. You're going to need an excellent short game. World Cup, Tom.
12: Yeah, the action continues. We saw more upsets overnight. Japan beating Germany uh, in a a really interesting game. Germany absolutely batted Japan basically for 70 minutes, and then Japan uh, came back with two late goals. So we've got more interesting clashes tonight. Switzerland take on Cameroon. Switzerland... The $1.73 favourites. The draw is 3 Cameroon, $5.20. I can't get Switzerland as short as that current price. I think Cameroon are a good chance to take something for that game. So i like a 2 dollars five for Cameroon to win or for the draw. Uruguay versus South Korea is this really interesting group, H. In my opinion, the most interesting group of the tournament. Uruguay, the clear favourites at $1.70. The draw is $3.40. South Korea, $5.50. Once again, I can't get Uruguay this short. I think South Korea... Have a really good chance of getting through what's a really tough group. Think like they play the type of football that could uh, give this ageing Uruguay squad a bit of a bit of trouble. So, like Sapria or the draw at two dollars ten. Cristiano Ronaldo, he's been in plenty of headlines. Him and Portugal start their campaigning in Scana their dominant favourites there, a dollar forty. We've also got two twenty-five for Cristiano to score the first or second goal of the game as our player. Think that's really good value. And then the favourites, they're the last team to start their campaign. Brazil. Serbia at 5am tomorrow morning. Brazil dollar forty four favourites. The draw is $4.33. Serbia seven dollars. They're normally really good starters at these tournaments. Brazil, so I'd be surprised if they don't score a, a comfortable win. I think they they'll cruise through this pool stage.
3: Brilliant. We'll see you in the studio tomorrow. Thank you, Tommy. Tommy, thanks, boys. Lad broke it together with mates mode, the better way to chat, share and bet together. T's and C's apply and available on the website. But remember, gamble responsibly.
0: For Imar Insurance. Get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit Imar.com.au. Patton Hills on SENQ
3: 693. Queensland made. So I'm just finishing that text from Annie because it came through in two parts in our uh, elaborate system here. But also uh, 2023 at the Parc de Princes in Paris. Uh, All Blacks Wallabies. How good would that be? Shout out to Patty here, my husband Duncan go way back. Thank you, Annie. That's great. So hello. Um, All right, let's get straight to Luke Gatehouse. Thanks to our partners, Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club. Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club, visit com for all your function and event information. 12 races, 6.19 first. You won't be finishing until after 10 o'clock tonight, mate.
6: Yeah, I'm taking it nice and easy this morning, boys, with a a long, long night coming (laughs) up with uh, plenty of feature racing. So, yeah, we'll we'll take it nice and easy during the day. Uh, Might watch a bit of golf and probably a good place for people to go after they've watched the golf for the day to cool off. Oh, that's exactly right. Fire the creek, yes.
3: Now, I'd love to be there with you tonight, but I'm doing the Queensland Sports Star of the Year, so we've got a big night at the Convention Centre. You've got a big night because you've got your carnival kicking off this evening.
6: Yeah, the the long, hot summer. So, summer's next week, but we're kicking off our summer carnival. The Golden Grays tonight with the flame heats, and uh, two great heats for that race, and the winner of the final next week $40,000 and then they head off to Melbourne for the 1.65 million dollar Phoenix slot race a million dollars to the winner on December 17th so it's uh, a big incentive for for the good greyhounds to uh, get themselves to Melbourne.
3: And there's there's something there for the on track pay- patrons as well mate.
6: Yeah, we've just launched it yesterday it's uh, an owner for the night a race fan competition. Uh, all you have to do is spend 10 bucks at paces and chases. You get a ticket into the draw and you need to be on track next Thursday night and we'll be drawing three lucky people out for 3000 2000 and 1000 Plus the person who gets the 3000 gets to be owner for the night, gets to accompany me to Melbourne for the Phoenix. Oh. Like, that's probably worth a million dollars in itself. <laughs> uh, and then, then they get some prize money depending on where the dog finishes in the race. So it's a great competition. We need to be on on track when we draw it next Thursday
3: night. Brilliant. Okay, well, you've got lots of exciting things coming up. So, we've got the Dave Brett Memorial Final tonight. Race 4 We've got the 5th and grade final race. Uh, an Agile Hate. Oh, that's the A fourth and 5th grade race. race you've got nine. To get him in don't you have got him somewhere. Yeah. All right, your best winning best final. <laughs> okay, race right. so 4 number one, the fair, he's one of our favourites. He's in one of the the flame. He's got box one for the
6: flame 18. So, we'll see how he handles that. He's around about the even money mark, and then race seven number eight hidden agenda. Who's always consistent as well. All
3: right, that's our nice little all up. So it hidden agenda. Best of luck out there, tonight, mate. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun, uh, as it always is. Yes, How are the stakes?
6: Last week's week one I paid seven dollars. So Ooh. the stakes are outstanding, and the new menu is on fire.
3: <laughs> that's what we like to hear. Yeah, we're talking. All right, mate. We're running out of time. Really appreciate it. Luke Gatehouse joining us there. Just having a little bit of trouble with that line, but just repeating those Mm. tips. Race 5, Dog 1, and Race 7, Dog 8 at Albion Park tonight, where you've got 12 races, first at 6.19, the last just after 10 o'clock. Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club. Visit Brisbane Greys or com for all your function and event information. Zorks, that's the show for today. You're back tomorrow morning? Back tomorrow. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're... Nicole Livingston joining us. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, she'll be crowing. Yeah, uh, the AFL absolutely. W, yeah. yeah, Although definitely. there's been a little bit of flack about Springfield.
4: Yeah, so not what,
3: Again, it. while you're away, Swanee put them in their place. He said, so, Southern winders." he said, some of the hell holes we have to play oh. down there in Melbourne <laughs> in the middle of winter. He said, leave, leave me out.
4: Brighton Homes Arena, place to be on Sunday, that's for sure.
3: Exactly right. And you're calling the game for uh, Issy. And uh, just uh, repeating what's happening at Royal Queensland, Adam Scott has parred the 12th, or his 12th hole today. He's on the front nine right now. He's at minus five. Uh, Rasmus Hoygaard at three. That's the closest pursuer. So, Scotty leading by two. Then you've got Felton, Ackerman, uh, Lee and Chisnell and Grierson all at two. Where are the big guns? Where are other big guns, I should say? Uh, Ryan Fox at par, Cameron Smith at par. So, they both made birdies at 11 and have, uh, have got it back to even par. Let's hope they can charge in yep. their remaining uh, remaining holds this morning. And don't forget, uh, if you're planning on going out to Royal Queensland, plenty of time. It's only 9 o'clock now, and we've got uh, all our other big guns paying yep. off at that 11 and 11.10 T time. yep, definitely. Get in- down
4: there.
3: Enjoy it out there. We'll be back uh, tomorrow. We've got lots more. We've got grand finals to talk about. Tommy Hackett will be in the studio with us. Uh, and Zorks will be here uh, all the way through the show again from 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. Thank you, mate. Bye.